0: Okay, how you doing, everybody? And welcome to episode number 100 of the John Riley Project. It is January 2nd, 2020. And I have a very special guest here today. I'm so pleased to have Kevin McNamara, longtime Poway guy, real estate professional here to talk about the farm in Poway. How are you, you doing, Kevin? Good afternoon, John. Number one hundred. I'm 100. honored. You are. Yeah. I, I I told all of our listeners and viewers that we were going to make episode one hundred very special, and I couldn't think of a better guest to have. Oh, I could. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few. No, but I I think your project that you're working on here, the farm at Poway, this is a is a hot issue. You know, there's a lot of conversation in the neighborhood about what, what the plan is. And, and I think this is a great episode for where we can get to learn more about you and, and, and the project you're working on. Well,
1: I wanted to get out. It's time. We're getting out in front of it. The EIR, the Environmental Impact Report, that's an EIR, mm-hmm. will be released at the end of this month. And then uh, February 23rd, the GVCA, Green Valley Civic Association, is mm-hmm. hosting a forum. And then we go to city council. So we're looking for the public input, the letters and comments on the EIR. And it's time for people to get to know the project.
0: Right on. And see and what I,
1: they're going to vote for.
0: We've been hearing little bits and pieces. We, and you've had a number of public forums already. Um, but before we get into the project, let's just introduce um, our viewers and listeners to you. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about your backstory, your, your professional history, your history here in Poway. I went uh, into commercial real
1: estate in 1981 Mm -hmm. and uh, worked as a a commercial broker, leasing agent. Then I went to sales and you graduate. Uh, In 1984, we bought our house in Penisquitas, our first house, Mm -hmm. which is a big deal for everybody. Yeah. And I've always felt that you can accomplish more in a community by getting involved in your community than you can by talking about it. Or even becoming a city council person, you can get more done. There are some very effective people in this town. You know, it's not necessarily the internet, but there are things you can do if you get involved in work. Mm -hmm. So I joined the planning board in Penasquitas. I ended up becoming the planning board chair for a number of years. Mm. We had to deal with the State Route 56 issue. There wasn't one. We had to deal with the migrant camp in McGonagall Canyon. We had to deal with a proposal to build 1,800 homes on top of Black Mountain. Um, We had a number of issues. And we handled them all. The homes didn't get built on Black Mountain. The facilities still got built in Penasquitas. Mm -hmm. I learned how to do this. And then the future urbanizing area, the 12,000 acres between Penisquitas and Carmel Valley up through Santa Luz and Forest Ranch Mm -hmm. and Del Sur, that – the developers wanted to put a project, that on the ballot. And uh, we supported it because it was the only way to get 56 built. It was a good, you know, good sound project, beautiful area. And half of it was open space. So we went, okay, this is a workable deal.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So I ended up becoming one of the spokesmen for it. I worked and I learned an awful lot going through that process. I'm sure. And that knowledge is what I'm carrying forward today. When I first approached the city with my idea of buying an option to buy Stone Ridge in order to do this, map it, and go through the process, I was told no, you have to go on an FF vote first. What's that mean? Prop F- FF is the oh, F- open yeah, yeah. space mm. ballot that we're going on in November. Right. And I said, no, I don't. I have to go – if I can go through the process, if I'm willing to lose the money to make the bet and go through the whole process and have an approved project by the council and then put it on the ballot, that's legal. So the city attorney got involved and went, he's right. I went, Voila. Okay. And actually the city liked that because unlike the, the previous plan, there's no air in it. That one had so much air and it was it, it was casual. This is not casual. This is precisely what we are going to build. Mm-hmm. And any modifications will only be reductions, no increases in anything. Um like we're looking at combining the barn with the beer garden into one building. It's a lot cheaper. I mean, building a 2,500-foot building costs over a million dollars and doesn't make a lot of sense. right? But if we can combine them, as long as we don't increase the square footage or the parking requirements, we're not changing anything on the plan. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking at things like that. But basically, we're ready to go out to the public and support it, and we've got a a good, solid base of support. We aren't going out there alone.
0: Right on. I've been alone a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting. You said it was – you're making a bet, right? Because you're making the investment um, to really put together a solid plan so that the voters will have something very concrete to vote on.
1: They'll know exactly what they're voting on and exactly what they'll end up with. Right. And it's a beautiful project. Right on. I mean it really is. It's very cool. It's very expensive to build Mm -hmm. it's going to be very expensive because we've added a lot
0: of amenities so let's let's talk about the project because it's um actually let me reel back one minute because i want to learn more about you for at least our 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 viewers and listeners um tell me a little bit about the things that you're doing in poway and how long you've lived in in our city
1: we moved into poway end of august 1997 Mm -hmm. you know bought a nice little house over in this uh, valley verde and uh yeah, you know, just my wife had looked in this neighborhood for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, she and her friend, um, she was very close friends at, at the time with Kim Bochy, ah. and they went to every open house every weekend on every house in Poway. I mean, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, when the Bochies bought around the corner from you, she came to me and she goes, "They're buying in my neighborhood because she had found this neighborhood and she loved it, and so did Kim." And I went, uh-oh, knowing what was coming. So right. we bought. And we've always liked Poway. It's a great place. We're mm-hmm. family. We're big supporters of the schools. I mean, all the the normal things we all do. Yeah. And so we moved over here, and I got involved. I knew Mickey uh, from a long time before then. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, Mickey and Mark, very funny, we started our management company, and they, they were our first client.
0: So this is uh, former mayor Mickey Kafanya. Yeah.
1: We were their first client in 1984. Wow. They were our first client.
3: Okay.
1: And, uh, you know, we built a pretty good company. And then I started I, – I left brokerage during one of the recessions in 90 because uh, there was no hope. Mm-hmm. And I started putting LLCs together, becoming the managing partner. My wife ran our management company. Mm-hmm. I put the deals together. And it worked really well. And we bought – in Poway, we bought the Irish – pub center across from the Michaels on Poway Road by community. Mm-hmm. We have the old Poway Village, which we took from a brown—it was a dump. It was brown. It was ugly. It was mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, we've had um, the—we uh, own the DMV, Shadow Anchor, Walmart. Right. Uh, we had some office buildings we sold. You know, we had a number of properties in Poway, but I had a lot of properties all over San Diego and mm-hmm. California and Oregon and Reno, Truckee, <laughs> Montana. Yeah, we had a lot of real estate.
0: But there's a lot going on with that old Poway Village. I mean, there's a lot of new businesses, they're, restaurants they're moving They're trying. Out.
1: They're trying. Yeah. yeah they, uh, it, it's it's it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they all do. Mm-hmm. That's an old building. Right. Yeah, and they, they need some uh, infrastructure to help these businesses survive. Mm-hmm. But really, it, it, what I'm hearing from the waitresses in town and the waiters mm-hmm. is Poway people have been so good since the water fiasco right. that um, I think they'll do well. Yeah. The new j- barbecue place is really good. Yeah, they had a nice profile in the UT a couple of days yeah, ago. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really nice. And mm-hmm. then the uh, wine place is getting real popular. Mission Cellars is getting real popular. And that guy makes good wine. Right on. I was really worried about him at first because I thought, Ramona grapes? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I like wine. Yeah, I like good wine. And I was worried. But he gets all his grapes from Napa and he makes a great wine. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's you know, good for him. And. Beer is beer. Everybody likes beer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good luck to them. Right. Yeah, we sold it. I sold it because, you know, we'd had it for 20 years. We'd made our money. Mm-hmm. It was time. And we weren't going to put any more money in it. I okay. Mean, that's just the way partnerships work. We were done. Right. So we sold it. And then, um, you know, I've been selling the last few years because the prices have been ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they've been ridiculous. For commercial real estate, it's not healthy. Mm. And the rents have gone up to where the tenants can't afford the rents anymore. Yeah, We're seeing that everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were a pretty good landlord. We kept our tenants in business during mm-hmm. the recession. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm pretty proud of that. I mean, it about killed my wife. It was hard. It was a, That was a tough go. Well, we had a 1,000 tenants. Wow. And they all wanted rent reductions. Yeah. I mean, that's all they think of. Right. And so we had to work with them all to keep them. Yeah, you know, we tried. The ones that were going to be able to stay in business, We'll, you know, we'll do everything we can for you. The ones you know aren't going to, mm-hmm. you know, you can't waste too much time. On, a, on something that has no chance of success. Mm-hmm. So, but then we uh, sold our business, too. My wife and daughter now own the Poway Countryside Barn over in Old
0: Poway.
3: Okay.
1: And the hottest little Christmas shop
0: in San Diego County. You know, I follow that store on, on uh, Facebook. They have a great social media uh, campaign. It's my daughter. Thank you. Yeah, she does a good job. She's going to be working mine. Okay. Shortly. Right on. You can only afford so many consultants. Then you go
1: to
2: the kids.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I go, hey, if it passes, I'll put you in the will. (laughs) No, she's very good at it. And Mm -hmm. uh, their shop last year had over 10,000 likes on Facebook at Christmas. Yeah, I'll bet. This year was 12,000. Yeah. The line, when they opened up the day they opened up the store to the public for Mm -hmm. Christmas, because they shut down the whole month of October, the line went from the store by the Mission Sellers- all the way down across Brighton to the school. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how, how well they do at Christmas.
0: It's almost like people lining up to buy an iPhone or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> an ornament. Yeah. Or- yeah. They're there. Yeah. Wow. wow.
1: But it's a very popular store and they're nice. doing quite well. Good. Good. And, and small businesses, they have it so tough. Yeah, they all do. And it's not Walmart that's killing them. It's the whole world It's the internet. I mean, people come in the Debbie store and they go, "Oh, I love it. Oh, but I can get it 10 cents cheaper at Home Goods."
2: And it's like, "Ah."
1: <laughs> yeah, and that happens a lot. Yeah, how bad? Or they've been there 12 years now, I think, in that center. And they uh people walk in, "Oh, I didn't know you were here." Mm-hmm. And it's like, "How do you drive by here and not notice that there's a store?" Right? But you know that's just shopping. Yeah. You know, people don't shop like they used to.
0: No, yeah, the the whole model's been blown up, you know, with destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And it is it is hard for small businesses like you say, you know, with rent and and um, you know, the the c- competitive challenges that are out there, it's hard. Oh, well, the minimum wage is going up, the yeah. insurance costs are going up. Mm-hmm.
1: The um um, you know, you get one bad review on Yelp or something and it becomes the truth. Yeah. Whether it matters or not, it becomes the truth. Right? Yeah, <clears throat> you know, that's a problem all businesses have. Mm-hmm. So, but they're dealing with it. And so, I I sold out most of my properties, our projects, and I uh, I have I have a bad back, and I have a I had back surgery in twelve, but I collapsed in May of ten, and that was pretty much the end of my career. Oh. I was done. I was I was tired. Mm. I was sick. I was in agony for three years, and the uh, before they fixed it, and I. Uh, Asked my wife if I could just retire. I said, we're fine. Yeah. You'll be fine if I die. (laughs) I said, whatever you want to do. And I went, oh, thank God. I liked liked not having to work every day. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Now I'm working every day. And it's still fun. Yeah. I got bored. I was too young. I got bored. Mm -hmm. So now I'm having another back surgery next week. So I'm timing everything around this project. Okay. You'll notice I had my heart attack in September. So that I could get the back done in January, so I could be ready in April for the campaign. And how how you feeling
0: right now after the heart attack?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. It was okay. a tough go for a couple months. Okay. I had the Widowmaker. Oh, And wow. I got the stent, and I have some damage. Mm-hmm. But uh, doctors say I'm fine. I don't see the cardiologist for six months. Good. So I'm good. good. Right on. Yeah. And heart attack is nothing like when we were kids. Yeah. Like my dad had heart attacks, and it was a big deal every time. Mm-hmm. Now it's, you know. You know, a couple days in the hospital and you're home and you're having a good time again.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you're, you know, putting this project together. So. I am too. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, my whole family's glad I'm healthy, which I thought was kind
1: of cool. <laughs> I got, I got, I was appreciated for a couple of months. Right on. <laughs>
0: That's ended. I'm back to normal. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, but we're good. So how, so let's talk a little bit about the timeline um, up to today. So, you know, there, there was a a project that was previously planned and there was a vote and there's the owner and, and, and then you got involved. So kind of walk me up to, up to where we are today.
1: Well, obviously Schlesinger was controversial. Right. Fair way to put it. Yeah. Um, And his project would have worked, but people got upset early because Mm -hmm. of him. They got upset because something was being done. They didn't understand. Right. And the opposition, they rallied around the fact that it wasn't set in stone. Well, we don't know. He's changing the zoning on all the land. And people don't understand how all that really works. Mm -hmm. And it would have worked. They would have had
0: a golf course. And then it was a 55 and over. Uh, 180 condos. Condos, and it was like a nine hole course, right? It was a
1: smaller course in Stone Ridge, but yeah. it, they would have had a course. They would have, yeah. Yeah, for however long, we don't know, but they would have had a course for a mm-hmm. few years at least, you know, and then, you know, you integrated into the HOA or whatever you have to do to keep it alive, but mm-hmm. it, it didn't work. And, you know, he managed when he, when he pulled the tennis club away, that ticked off a lot of people. Mm. The tennis club members were mm-hmm. really ticked off. And, uh, then they uh, they made two very fatal mistakes. One, they served alcohol at a contentious public meeting at Stone Ridge. Whoa, that's not a smart move. Yeah, right. The guys are coming in mad. Yeah, don't prime them. Right, it just doesn't right. help. And then their consultant threatened. You know, and it was the truth. But if you don't vote for this, we're going to shut down the course the next day. Right. Well, people don't react well ever to threats. Right. So when it failed. I could just see the handwriting on the wall. I knew it was going to be a disaster. Schlesinger is very tough. Mm -hmm. I've never met him. People don't believe this. I've never talked to him. I've never seen an email from him. I I had a broker who's now my partner, but I had a broker that I hired to negotiate the option who knew Schlesinger. He's working for him on other projects. And um, I've kept the wall between us Mm -hmm. because I, I I don't want my project being tainted. Because of something he did somewhere else. Right. In Poway, he just bought and sold and closed a golf course. Right. He didn't, you know, do any of the other things that he's done.
3: Like in Escondido.
1: Escondido. Yeah. And, or like in, in Palm Desert, he ended up winning. He closed the golf course and ended up winning and getting a senior center and a rest home. And the HOA got their golf course back. Mm. But, you know, he's a smart guy. Right. So,
0: you know. You, That's you, interesting, uh, though. I, mean, I think some people have a hard time believing that. Like how you you have a relationship, business relationship with them, yet you never met them. I've
1: sold, when you sell a project in commercial real estate, I never meet the buyer. I never talk to them. If I'm buying a project, I don't ever meet the owner. Hmm. I need your books. I need my people in there to look and see what the property condition is. Mm -hmm. But you don't need to deal with each other. And the professionals in real estate love keeping the owner separate because if we talk you find out things, or you negotiate things, and they don't like that. So, mm-hmm. but it's better, and it's better for, in this case. Poway has is a unique community with its own unique wants and needs, and Michael doesn't understand that obviously.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you know, so you know, he's out. I'm in. I also didn't. I looked at the Auberge. That's the over 55 housing project over in uh, Del Sur. Or Santa Luz, and it's nice, but I'm personally not ready for a gin and tonic at five o'clock every day and a funeral (laughs) once a month. Right, but you know, we have Oaks North, and we have All Ranch Bernardo for that. But Poway has always been a family community, Mm -hmm. and the neighborhood is all kids and dogs. Still, Mm -hmm. you know, we're getting older. But around Stone Ridge, the houses are under a million, and people, are, kids are buying in there. My son and his wife live there now. They bought a house over there. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting kids again, and, which is good. I think it's healthier for the community. Because you know, you know, one of the problems with the country right now is our generation almost has to die to save us financially. Social Security, Medicare, all the wants and needs we have. right? But we're not going to. No one's going to volunteer.
3: <laughs> I right. didn't.
1: Right. So, yeah. no, we're, you know, and so and and in the housing stock, I mean, we have, what is it, 3,000 jobs coming from Apple and not a single house for them. Hmm. Poway built the entire industrial park, didn't build a single house. Mm-hmm. So they love the 15,000 jobs, but not a single house for those 15,000 jobs. Right. I'm not criticizing it. It worked really well for Poway.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But- it, it it's uh it's an unfair trade-off for a lot of other people. Well
0: there there's a housing crisis and there's a lack of supply, right? Huge. Huge lack of supply. Yeah. And so um that's just one I guess angle of the whole story of this project that you're putting together. It is, but one of the other things is uh
1: if the state comes in things change on that land. The state will be dictating densities. The state has the state has more laws coming up right? where they're basically taking the power away from the cities. They're going to try and get rid of like the coastal no growth ordinances. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big, big deal. right? But I think part of the plot is all the coastal cities are Democrats. Who are they going to vote for? Mm. So Democrats are going to pull the rug out of their own people, mm-hmm. but
0: they have nowhere to go. So we'll still stay a democratic state. I think Mayor Faulkner talked about that in his State of the City address where he wants to have taller buildings in, in San Diego. Yeah. Um, but he couldn't do that near the coastline because of those, those regulations. Yeah.
1: And then you've got the views. Like, like Bay Park, Yeah, they're putting those four or five-story buildings where people used to have a nice view across the bay. I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the fairness on that. But mm-hmm. I understand they're also investing in the trolley in their front yard. Right. So, you know, there's a give and a take. Right. And, uh, you know, we're being socially engineered a bit. But, I mean, how else do you get it? You can't solve a problem if you wait for people to volunteer to solve it. Somebody's got a lead and the state's taking the lead because they know the cities aren't going to take the
0: lead. But in in your particular project, um, this is something that will go to the voters to change the zoning law. Yeah. And then if it's approved, then the project will be developed but the state isn't involved in this
1: no see if we get approved we're mm-hmm. done the council will have it. Mm-hmm. approved it they approve the project my map doesn't get filed and doesn't become you know set in stone until the vo- the ballot mm-hmm. but if we get if we pass this thing's locked solid and the state can't come in and do anything to it right and our agricultural land because we have about 30 acres of agricultural land that'll be zoned for agricultural uses only
3: mm-hmm.
1: and i've hired Well, $500 an hour land use attorney who is writing the language Mm -hmm. because I I have promised everyone there would never be another FF vote to change the zoning on that land if this one passes. Mm -hmm. So I have to come up with language that cements that to Mm -hmm. keep my word. Mm -hmm. The city keeps throwing FF back at me. Well, if it's open space, they can still go on FF, and the people can decide. I go. Well, the people are afraid of themselves. They are. They mm-hmm. don't want to make that decision, mm-hmm. and they don't want to – They think I'm going to trick them and put condos on the back nine of the old golf course. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And if I have the right deed restrictions and the right language in the ballot measure, no one else ever can either. Right. So the housing crisis can go off it in a you know for a century. But that 30, 40 acres, whatever it ends up actually being, will be open forever.
3: Right. And, and, and that's
0: what I promised everybody. Mm-hmm. So it'll be locked in, essentially. Yeah. So someone else can't come in and knock down houses, like you say, build big condo buildings. Well, they can't plow my fields. Right. So we're going to
1: have flower fields out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're going to be very cool.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the project because – there's so many aspects to it. There's the, the agriculture. There is the housing. There's the open space. Um, there's a lot of the infrastructure that is being put in the community and the surrounding community. Um, so you know, share with me some of, some of those portions of the project.
1: Well, let's start on Espola. Okay. Um, we're building an eight-foot sidewalk. Don't ask me why. The city's requiring an eight-foot sidewalk, eight-foot wide. That's really big. You've got a four-footer on the east side. You've got a four-footer on the west side. And we're going to have an eight-footer in the middle for six, 700 yards. And one of the theories is, well, people are walking in groups. I go, well, I've got a 10-foot trail right next to the eight-foot sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So, But we're building an eight-foot sidewalk. We're undergrounding all the utilities. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're cleaning up the view. Right. Because you know, we're going to have the eight-foot sidewalk. Then we have our, our hiking trail.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: hiking trail is three and a half miles long. goes around the whole project.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've dealt with the condos associations, and they're agreeing to give us the easements we need um, to connect it. Um, then we're having, I think it's, it's, it's 8, 10, 25, then another 75-foot buffer of landscape, and then houses. Mm. So it's a... The Spola Road people aren't going to have a big impact on the project, and the project's not going to be visible too much from a Spola Road. Right. But the landscaping on both sides of the trail is our our buffer. That's what we're using, Mm -hmm. is trees. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be trees everywhere. Right. And that cleans it up because the fire department wants me to cut down almost every existing tree on the site. Wow. Pines and yukes mm-hmm. are a fire hazard. Right. And we've got a couple homeowners who've got beautiful trees next to them. We've got a lot of dead trees now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're working with individuals on, okay, I don't know if I can save that tree. Mm. We'll try. That's the best I can tell anybody. Right. But because it's such a high fire hazard area, they want all the yukes and pines gone. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. But we're, you know, I've got the the, the plans I brought and we can show them to you later. But the uh, mm-hmm. we've got... Uh, I think it's about 25 different types of trees and we're planting them everywhere in the project. Nice. So that part's going to be cool. Mm -hmm. Then um, what else? Um, We're on our traffic. uh, We're spending about a million dollars on Espola Road, fixing it up, getting the intersections fixed, going to adaptive, adaptive signals, new terminology. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, in the morning, if you're coming eastbound on Espola, Valley Verde gets... Tied up on the left turn is the mom's trying to take the kids to Chaparral. The parents taking the kids to Chaparral. Mm-hmm. That won't happen anymore. The computer, the lights will change constantly. So you won't be sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, you know, while no one's going through the intersection.
0: See, I, I was reading about this. This is very interesting technology because now I think the city planners will program the stoplights – um, you know, to be at, like you know, within a certain time window, mm-hmm. they the the street timing is a certain way, and then in the afternoon it's different, in the evening it's different. But I think this your project it's real time. Yeah. So it's it can gauge the traffic flow in real time and then make adjustments on how to program the signals. Yes,
1: it's a it's it's you know it's expensive, but mm-hmm. it works.
0: We're actually improving, and no one.
1: I, I, yeah, no one's going to believe me. But the traffic study shows that we're improving the traffic flow both ways on Spola Road, all the way through Pomerado. We're taking it all the way down to Pomerado and RB Road.
0: So like from Martinquait to to Pomerado? Yeah. Yeah? All the way. There's like four or five signals, I think. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. it's, it, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to con- – you know, because people think Espoil is a mess now. And I, I drive it every day, and I you know, you, ten cars at the light is a big traffic jam. Yeah, it's not a mess, but you know. Then uh, we're actually changing the uh, the left turn lane at Cloudcroft, so they'll have an easier way to get in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people wanted a light, but that's too close to Martin Coit. Mm-hmm. Martin Coit will be the entrance to our property
2: and okay. the primary
1: exit. For, it'll so be, yeah.
0: that's going to become a four way signal then.
1: Yeah. With total new crosswalks and everything else. Okay. Even though our kids are going to Chaparral and not painted rock. Right. So, but let's go back just to the project. The the trail system, um, it's open for horses and people and mm-hmm. you know, everything else, mm-hmm. um, all that. Then we have um, the beer garden. The beer garden is a designed to be 2,500 feet. It's a small mm-hmm. little restaurant is mm-hmm. what it is. And I don't know who's going to run it, what we're going to do with it yet. But North Poway, there isn't a lot to do. That's true. We have Chicken Charlies now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do have Chicken Charlies. I was
0: there a few nights ago.
1: And he's doing well. Yeah, he is. You know, I laughed when I saw the internet. People are going nuts. Oh, my God, this isn't healthy. I went, yeah, but everyone goes to the fair. Right. <laughs> so, and he he has a good business and he's got good food. Yeah. You know. But... You know, we'll be down, we'll be a couple miles away and, uh, you know, we'll have a combination. We're not going to have a full liquor license, mm-hmm. but, you know, it'll be just a good place in the afternoon to sit. Um, the barn next to it is designed to be 4,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. We might lower that. We might, you know, combine it. We don't know yet. I mean, that's a
0: pie in the sky right now. It's the least of my problems, but we will build it. So is the barn more of like a, a community space, yes. like to have weddings and that sort of thing?
1: Um, I'm not sure on the weddings. We we do have it planned for, but not we can't have too many in that neighborhood. Right. Um, but it's going to have a farmers market during the summer. Okay. Because when I get to my community gardens, you'll understand why. Mm-hmm. Um, they can do yoga classes in there and that kind of thing. Um, it'll be part. It might end up being part of the HOA. It might not be part of the health club. Mm. But it'll be, it's going to be an active center and a good place. We don't have any place to have meetings except for the Painted Rock Gym.
0: In North Poway. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: true. Yeah. And the Painted Rock Gym, as I sadly found out in October last year when I had my first meeting,
3: mm-hmm.
1: only holds 400 people. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. It was
0: standing room only for that event. We weren't ready for that event. <laughs> we walked
1: out. People arrived before the meeting started. Yeah. And we were starting to set up a horseshoe so people could walk around. Because mm-hmm. most of these meetings, you get, you know, 50 to 100 people over three hours. Yeah. It was a mess. I mean, it was just overrun. And, you know, it, and they couldn't see our consultants. They couldn't talk to them. And then you always have a couple of guys in the back who want to make more noise than the people in the front. Yeah. And so we just dealt with it. And then we've had about 40 neighborhood meetings. They've gone real well. Well, I
0: just know when I, w- I was at the one at Painted Rock. Yeah. And, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of people in our city that really care, you know, and they're curious and they want to learn more. I mean, there's some people that want to <laughs> challenge the system. Um, but overall, the, the reason they're there is because they care.
1: Well, yeah, in that neighborhood, you know, most of us have been here over 20 years. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like you don't move. There's, yeah. And, you know, there's no place to go. <laughs> right. It's hard to upgrade. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's a nice area to live. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and they do. And there were a lot of the Stone Ridge people still wanted the golf course, and you had to deal with that. And mm-hmm. the, the reality of the golf course was, though, the second he closed the gate, he lost the CUP to operate a golf course.
0: He, I'm sorry, he lost what? The conditional use permit
1: uh, okay. to operate the golf course. Ah. So if Schlesinger wanted to build a golf course, he would have to go through the entire new process, which would take three-plus years— to design and build a golf course, even if he was just turning on the water and mowing the existing course. Wow. He lost all rights. Okay. So it, um, you know, it complicates things, mm. but it, it it kills the course. Plus golf, golf is kind of like where tennis was in the nineties, slowing down yeah, considerably.
0: It is. You know, because um, I was, when Tiger Woods was just, you know, killing it in the nineties, golf was just booming. You know, and Callaway was doing really well here in town. And, oh, Titleist. And, yeah. yeah. And then it were. seemed like the recession and then, you know, Tiger Woods' decline both contributed to golf being less popular.
1: And we got old. So yeah. the knee replacements and the hip replacements interfere with playing 18. Yeah. And um, the young guys, you know, they don't have time. I don't know about you, but when my kids were little— I didn't play very much golf at all. No, not at all. No, I was dad. Yeah. And, you know, it, I, fortunately we had it, it, the, the old Carmel uh, Doubletree in Penasquitas. Mm-hmm. I could take my kids over there to hit a ball or Oaks North. Oaks North, it's where I call the more boys learn how to swear. <laughs> you used to be able to drop your kid off there when he was 10. Yeah. And they'd spend all day playing golf. Right. And the old men would, you know, we'd keep them in, t- in tow. Yeah. And they learned how to behave. Mm-hmm. But you know, they learned how to swear. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, yeah. mom, that's what they're doing now. So yeah. you, know, you deal with it. But, you know, it was, it was fun. It was a good way for a kid to grow up. And they, you don't let them go play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know they, they, when we moved over to Poway, kids were never out in the street. Yeah, it was it's a different type of of lifestyle now with kids. You know, they're on the computers or whatever. But at least with the golf, you know, they go out and play.
0: Yeah. And, well, it seems like there's a lot of golf courses, you know, that are closing in San Diego County, and there's like this movement of transforming the golf courses and, into these um, e- either housing developments or these sort of agrihoods, which or, I uh, or environmental um,
1: mitigation areas. Mm. If a golf course is like the old course down in Chula Vista, it was mm-hmm. a Lynx course owned by the water department, mm-hmm. it has a lot of environmental issues. So those courses, they can redesign back into the environment. Stone Ridge has nothing environmentally. I mm-hmm. mean, my my EIR, there is no biology. There is no archaeology. I mean, it it it's as clean as it can get, mm-hmm. which is fortunate, you know. but it, mm-hmm. it, it's a clean. Most courses aren't quite that clean. Right. Um, but there's a nationally, they go to houses. The agricultural hoods, um, you got to have to do it really well. You got to have more density than I do mm-hmm. because they use alleys. They're really cool. They use back alleys. Mm-hmm. So the streets are narrower than we'd allow in California. And you have alley access to your house. So there's no cars on the street. I mean, it's really nice. You know, the kids are out there playing. They're tree-lined. They have front porches. but. You know we're gonna have front porches and tree lined streets, but we have to deal with the California laws on the road widths and all of that stuff and right. new alleys. So you know we lose. But we're having we have 160 homes mm-hmm. total in the project. Ninety of them are what we call the cottages, um, and they're on um, 30 acres. No, not 30 acres. All the housing's on 30 acres. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have 90 cottages. Then we have 22 duplex units. Two-story duplex units. Those are the only attached units in the whole project, but they were in a good area. So if somebody wants that, they've got a view down to the health club. They're yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they, they fit in that corner of the project real well. Right. Then we have um, some uh, ten to nineteen thousand foot lots that are tucked away in the back nine,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, they're they're the the bigger houses. Right. The houses are twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred square feet. The big ones. The big ones. Yeah. Well, all of them. All of them. Yeah, the smallest house is 2,500. Okay. But we kept it consistent with the neighborhood. The lot sizes are consistent with the neighborhood. Okay. We're not not trying to rework the world here, but we use the paths and the landscaping as buffers for both sides. So the guys who used to have a beautiful view of the golf course on like the fourth hole, they had a great view of the golf course. right? They were set up above it. Well, they're all worried about looking at roofs. Yeah. we're going to plant them out of existence, so they aren't going to see the roofs. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do, right? And then the um, um, the health club, yeah, you know, that's still in flux. It's going to be a combination tennis, pickleball, swimming, and we're trying to design it away from the houses as much as we can. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got some friends that live on uh Center or St. Andrews mm-hmm. there who we met, <laughs> right? Yeah, people aren't shy about that. Pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people, um, I get a fair amount of calls still, even though I've been quiet. Mm-hmm. I get um, um, a lot of emails from the public asking questions. And we go meet them. I go, I go to your house. I mean, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody calls me, I'll go over and talk to them. One of the guys on, on uh, Tamma' Shanner called me. His wife was real upset. Went over, showed him what we were doing, showed him where the community garden was going to be. Turns out she likes to grow our own vegetables. And I go, well, you can walk out in your backyard and fiddle in our gardens. Right. Oh, and it was a buffer to where they weren't going to have people looking in their backyard, which was their concern. Mm-hmm. The trail is a concern, but we've buffered it so they aren't, you know, you still have your privacy. And let's face it, people aren't, there aren't going to be hundreds of people walking on that trail every day.
3: Right, right.
1: It's a hard walk on the back nine.
3: Yeah, big, there's big some hills. hills. Yeah. Some hills,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've... Uh, what else can I tell you offhand? Um, let's talk to community gardens for a second. Okay. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are fun. This company, um, Farmscapes Inc., Farm Farmscape Gardens is what it's called. Mm-hmm. They do community gardens all over the country. They design them. They build them. They manage them. They maintain them. Mm-hmm. So they can be a cost- a high cost or a low cost, depending on how the HOA wants to run them. We're signing them up to design, build, manage, and maintain. They'll organize the neighborhoods into little projects if they want to be involved. They don't want to be involved, we'll have people working on them. Mm-hmm. They'll t- they told me I would get 15 to 20 tons of produce off three acres a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm going, what, are, you know, what do you do with that? Right. So we may have a booth on Saturdays or the HOA. Right, We'll have a booth on Saturdays at the farmer's market and okay. we'll have a weeknight farmer's market inside our barn during the summer because it'll be air conditioned. Nice. Well, one of the problems we had in old Poway is we talked the city into a weeknight farmer's market during the summer. Mm-hmm. Those 90 friggin' degrees <laughs> in July and the 118 <laughs> yeah. on the asphalt. Yeah. It didn't work. Right. But if we have an air conditioned barn, it'll work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the um, and it it'll be beautiful. They did the uh, gardens at the well. It's Oracle now. It used to be AT and T. Yeah, as Bay Area people, we understand that. Yeah, where the Giants play. Yeah, they do it at Mission Viejo. There's yeah. a big one up there, um, and they're beautiful. I mean, these aren't just your typical vegetable garden.
0: So it, you're going to have like this agricultural space to to grow significant amounts of 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 produce. produce. But meanwhile, there are other gardens where people like the person that you met with, mm-hmm. they can have their own little zone. They can have a plot. They can have a plot. Yeah, and then they can plant their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but the larger agricultural effort is to create crops that can be sold or shared or however yeah, it's and handled. organized, organized, be organized and clean. clean. Yeah, ha-
1: you can't. I mean, let's face it. it it's going to be a nice place to live, and you're not going to have rundown gardens. That's just not how the world works. Right. You know, and with HOAs especially, yeah. You know, so so. Um, so there'll be staff there to help manage that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We'll
1: have, we'll have probably one person full time running the gardens. Right on. Yeah. And then the income from the sale of the produce goes to the HOA. Ah. The income from the uh, agricultural. I can lease the land out for the agricultural to use Growers that work for this company out of Vista that I'm, I'm working with. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go wax and protea. Wax and protea are fillers for the bouquets you get at the store for your wives. Ah. And it's, it's really interesting. They will rent out plots of land to their guys. Mm-hmm. They're all insured. They pay for everything themselves. They grow everything in a basin. So we'll have no field workers out there. Mm-hmm. We'll have no plowing. It'll all be on drip. And it'll be clean. And it'll be pretty. A lot of people fell in love with the idea of a vineyard. But a vineyard is dead six, seven months of a year. Right. It requires a lot of labor. Mm-hmm. And then people get nervous about having laborers in their backyard. Right. Or adjacent to their backyard. Right. Even though we all have them, they aren't theirs. And so you deal with that. So we've kind of improved it because they're a very pretty crop. I brought pictures for you. okay, And they um, don't require much work. And they're only harvested a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. And they're hand picked. So it's quick, done, move on. But that income goes to the HOA. See, we're not – no, we're giving all that money to keep the HOA fields fees down. Right on. And then the uh, – The butterflies. My butterflies. Yeah, you brought these in. Hey, I'm not above a gimmick. <laughs> um, no, these, we, these guys over in Leash Tag Gardens over in Encinitas on mm-hmm. Saxony, mm-hmm. they have the butterfly farm. Ours is going to be—they have a vivarium there that's like 3,000 feet. They're going to build a 9,000-footer at our place. They're going to have a 4,000-foot greenhouse. They're going to be growing the plants and the chrysalis and the butterflies and everything else and uh, raising them there. And um, we are going to have monarch butterflies all over Poway. Wow. No, it's going to be really cool. And I get mocked for the butterfly farm. (laughs) Oh, I mean, people have a field day with, them. that's the dumbest. And I saw him at the fair two years ago mm-hmm. with my granddaughter. And I just went, this is perfect. It's cool. Yeah. And no one is against butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might be someone.
0: I'm just joking. But oh, I,
1: there's someone for everything. Yeah, right. When next door gets a hold of butterflies, we'll find out who's against them. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's going to be really cool. And it's it's, it's a fairly passive area. It's quiet and it'll be next to the beer garden. So your kids can go do that. We're going to have a
0: tot lot. So the, the butterflies there. are not going to be like, you know, you go to the zoo and they have like a butterfly enclosure. Yeah. Is it going to be like that or are they going to be like wild everywhere? Both.
1: Both. Oh, yeah. We, the vivarium is 9,000 square feet where the butterflies will be flying around and your kids can wander in there and walk around and look at them. You can, pictures. Yeah. And then, you know, they tend to get out. And it depends on how well they do raising them, how many they end up releasing Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, no, it, it, it's, 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 it's going to be, and then, you know, with the tot lots and stuff down there, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, the tot lot, we're building as a challenged. What tot lot? What does that mean? Swings. Ah, oh,
0: for tots. tots. Okay. Swings. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Like a playground.
1: Yeah. But we're building that as a challenged. For challenge kids, too. Oh, really? So they'll have full access. And, you know, if you're in a wheelchair, there's equipment that they can use. And, you know, there isn't one in Poway yet. I'm trying to get uh, them to look at it down at Community Park Mm -hmm. as part of their remodel that they're looking at. And, uh, you know, because there's a, you know, sadly or fortunately, there's a big market for it. And the kids deserve a place to play just like my kids deserve a place to play.
0: And then anyone could go there, not just the people that live in the community. Everything's public. Everything.
1: Everything. Now, to join the Swim and Tennis Club, you have to join it. Right. There'll be fee involved, dues, whatever. The rest of it is all public. The trails are public. The beer garden, obviously, is public. Right. Um, the, uh, um, what else is there that's, uh, you know, digging, you know, every, you know, it's just part of Poway. Right. Like, I have trails. When I live down the street from you. We have trails all through this neighborhood. You know, behind houses, yeah, everywhere. right. And, you know, they're calm. They're quiet. And so people can come in. There'll be parking lots. We're, we're over-parked. You know, we've made sure that people fit in. So, you know, I don't want my residents to have traffic problems. Right. You know, so we take care of that. And um, just be fun. I mean, it, it, you know, and it will solve one big problem. What's that? The largest vacant lot in Poway. Ah, uh-huh. That is a vacant lot. It is not open space. Right. Open space, despite what people think, just because it's big doesn't mean it's alive. It has to have connectivity to other open space so you have life. It's a fenced-off, vacant lot. And all next – do you think it looks bad now? Wait till next year because you know, Schlesinger is only required to trim – I think it's 75 feet away from existing structures – it's not the fence line. It's structures. Mm-hmm. All the fire rules are based on structures right. and separation. So when you're dealing with some fairways that are 100 yards wide and you also to really mow 35 feet on the fairway, mm-hmm. it's going to be ugly. Mm. And all those weeds, they've all got seeds.
3: Right. And
1: now if you walk over there, you sink because of the squirrels. Really? Oh, God, it's amazing. Yeah, so many squirrels, rats. I mean, it's, 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 it, it's, I've got a lot of support from people who live on the golf course right now. Right. Yeah. There's a couple who are against it, but they're always going to be few. Right. Yeah, but by and large. And the biggest, the strongest support I've got is actually from the people under 50. Mm. The, the younger families want more Poway. They want more activity. They right. They want more to do. Right. And life. Because let's face it. This town, the streets, we go down to Villa Capri in the Target Center, and we drive Pomerado on the way home at 8 o'clock.
0: Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, lights out.
1: Lights out. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, it's nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm old. I'm not interested in
0: partying anymore.
1: But we still have a whole different group of people that want some life.
0: Right. You know. So there'll be a little bit of it there.
1: There'll be a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Not much during the nighttime. Will the trails be lit? uh, They'll have the— what do you call them? The low lights, but not lit, no. Right.
0: Yeah, we don't want nighttime walkers. Uh-huh. That's Yeah. I understand Yeah. Now, now what about the space like in between the houses? Because I know that was a big part of this. Are that where the trails are going to be, or is the gardens going to be there? Or is it, the, is it a tra- public thoroughfare? Trail,
1: the trail is on the edge of the entire property.
0: Okay. It surrounds
1: it. It's it's a ten it's a you know it's a, a great ten foot buffer. Okay, so if we have to go, we have to have a hundred feet between structures, according to the fire department and the back nine mm. that 's the highest fire area in pathway, okay, oh wow, yeah, and the fire studies we 're actually we 're actually improving the conditions in case of of another big fire uh, because it 'll be cleaned up right, and the trees will be gone, and the houses are going to be well they 'll be sprinkled they 'll be solar they 'll be you know gray water i mean it, the fire rules are pretty amazing now. And uh, hopefully, you know, we help solve part of that problem or prevent part of that problem. Mm -hmm. But the fire, CAL FIRE is coming out with a new study. And the, I think it was the Cedar Fire was based on 40 mile an hour winds. That's 40 or 50 is what they were basing it all on. That was the one in 07, right? 04, I think, or Witch Creek. The oldest one was the okay. The new one is based, I think, on Witch Creek which was seven. Okay, and that's based on an eighty mile an hour Santa Ana coming through Poway. Okay, that's a big difference from forty mile an hour Santa. Yeah, it Santa is. Santa Ana. Yeah, it is. And you know, and that's why you're you're hearing about insurance policies along the edges getting canceled because you know the insurance companies are going, well, your house will burn down. Right. They're not going to pay for it anymore. Mm -hmm. They don't want to. And then you've got the environmentalists who don't want you to cut the coastal sage down from the side of the hill, which is the reason you have the fires. Right. So, you know, when people on Stone Ridge say, well, the coastal sage will grow. Fire department isn't going to let any of it grow on Stone Ridge. They they don't need that either. So it's
0: potentially less of a fire hazard even when it was a golf course. Oh, yeah. yeah, Because there's no eucalyptus or the pine and everything else, right?
3: Yeah.
1: The eucalyptus are a bomb.
3: Yeah.
0: They are, and the pines, too.
1: Yeah. you ever see a pine tree you catch on fire? Uh, no, I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> we spend a lot of time in Tahoe when the fires start. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah they burn. Wow. So, but, and then the, uh, what else can I tell you? Oh, and then the butterfly farm. Butterfly farm's on two acres. They actually have money. They'll be paying rent. They build their own facility. So they,
0: who, who do you mean they? It's a foundation. Okay.
1: Over there. And that money- goes to the HOA too. And that's like thirty, forty thousand a year to the HOA just off the butterfly farm to right. keep the HOA dues down. So we've got this kind of little plot to keep it cheap. We're having no Melarus, so we're paying for all the improvements up front. Mm-hmm. That lowers the pro- keeps the property taxes lower. Right. And then you've got the um, you know the developer fees to the school district. Those are stiff. Right. Yeah, you know, and then uh, the school district because that's the next one that people want to, you know yeah, are nervous yeah. about. Uh, we're supplying, according to district study, 109 kids to the district from K through 12.
0: And there's how many homes? 160. Again, 160. 160 homes, 109 children. Yes, and okay. that's
1: what the school district says. 60 would be going to Chaparral, okay, from K to five. Right. And then it spreads out between Twin Peaks and Poway High. So our impact on the schools is minimal. Mm-hmm. And the school district says, hey, great, you know, we can, can handle it.
0: But uh, 109 children to 160 homes, that seems like a low ratio. Well, it's based on the district's numbers. I, I, don't,
1: I don't make up my own numbers. Right. And, you know, let's face it, a lot of
0: us are going to move over there. So, okay, there'll be older folks there that don't have children anymore. Yeah.
1: I mean, you've Empty got, nesters. If you're a 4,000-foot house in Green Valley, this is your chance to stay in the neighborhood. Right. Get out. Right. Because most of us, you know, you just—there's an age when you really do want to downsize a bit. Right. And a lot of people in North Poway and Poway want to downsize. And you've got to find a place where you can go. And this will be a good part of the community.
0: And, so you know, your perspective— um, Home buyers, people that might downsize. You're talking about young families buying into Poway. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of both there.
1: Yeah, Poway, I think, is horribly undervalued. I really do. I don't think the realtors have done a great job marketing this town mm-hmm. for what it is. Um, it, it Del Sur is $802,000 a square foot. Poway's three to four. Really? Yeah. Wow. Big difference. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you saw Tony Gwynn's 7,000-foot house just sold for a million and a half dollars. Yeah, I
0: thought that was really low. Yeah. But, it, but he had squatters in there, and it, was, yeah. it must have been Who damaged. Knows what the condition was? Yeah.
1: But it's not a good comp. No, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. That, yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah. And so you know, we're just going to try and you know we're creating an alternative. Okay. And there aren't any others. I mean, yeah. You know, and then what'll happen? In my theory, kids and people will come over to look at this project because this is going to be an exciting project. Right. And, and you know there aren't many model homes. I don't know about you guys, but my wife spent a lot of time going through model homes over the <laughs> first 10 years of our marriage. That's like a hobby for some people. It's like hitting all the open houses and the model home tours. And well, the women get a lot of decorating ideas. And yeah, that, And, you know, and, yeah. and, and, you, know it, you end up with a nicer house. Yeah, no, that's well, true. They're done. Yeah, you're right. No, I'm fine. Yeah. So, but they're going to start looking in Poway. Now, when they start driving through Poway, if they can't afford the house in Stone Ridge, let's say, or the farm, they can't yeah. afford it. That's fine, you know. But they start roaming around Poway, and they can find a, a, another house for maybe eight, nine hundred grand around Stone Ridge, mm-hmm. or if you go down the South Poway, seven to eight hundred grand, right? I mean, because that's really, I mean, uh, Poway's not cheap. No, no, it's not. But it is compared to the west side of fifteen. Mm. So they'll be looking here, which they aren't right now, because there's no motivation to come over and look in Poway unless you really want to move here. And there's not a lot of inventory either. So. There's none. Yeah. So you, know, you find out and then you go from there. And I think you're going to see the guys, you know, when I was 30, 35, and we drove over here the first time and saw the acre houses, I <laughs> thought it'd be fun. I yeah. had no idea how much work it was Oh, doing. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. But- yeah. And, and I tell my friends, when you turn fifty, you don't want to ever deal with P V C again.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> it's a constant effort fixing sprinklers. Sprinkler, yeah.
1: Ah. But and then the t- fruit trees and you got yeah. rah, I mean you got yeah. stuff you gotta do. Yeah. But they're gonna be enamored with the area. And they're gonna be enamored with the town. Because Poway's fifty percent of Poway is open space now. And people don't really appreciate that. I mean it's a lot of open space in this town. Right. And yeah, so I think We'll get activity. The realtors tell me for every house that we'll sell in the farm, two houses will sell in Poway. Really? Yeah. Don't ask me the, the-, the reason.
0: Uh, who, who said that? Uh, well, actually, Sue Herndon told me that. Really? Well, she's a professional real estate person. She's a legend. She's a legend. Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah, I
1: believe her. Yeah. And you know, and I met with Ginger Corvette's crew. She brought in a bunch of the top realtors. And yeah, the, you know, the realtors are excited because mm-hmm. they'll get inventory. Right, And I don't know where the person goes who sold their house that didn't buy one. But, you know, they tell me the two sell for every one they buy. So, so and the we'll property, get a
0: raise in value. Well, yeah, I would imagine that. I mean, yeah. now, be, some of it will be addition by subtraction because the vacant lot's are over. But tell me, like, there are some of the homes are large, some are small. I mean, where, what kind of price range do you think these are going to land at? I, it, that part
1: it's hard to tell cuz you don't know what the economy is going to be, you don't know what the interest rates going to be, right? You know, I'm presuming which is that rates will stay low. But if rates don't stay low, the price comes down. I mean, it's you know, the, it's going to cost X amount of dollars to build every house anyway, and then the profit margin for the developer is higher when the market's stronger than of course. it is if the market isn't. Yeah. But I this isn't, you know, this is a million dollar neighborhood, right? And you know so I tend to think there'll be the 2500s might be 800 grand and up uh-huh. and then the 3500s are obviously going to be over a million. Right. But then when you get done with the upgrades, I have no idea where they're going to be. Cuz mm-hmm. people upgrade, they don't ever buy the the carpet that the devo, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. you don't ever see what your house would look like right. if you didn't upgrade everything. Right. So, you know, we'll find out. I mean, that, and that's just a it's a big deal for poway property tax wise because they 'll probably get a half a million bucks a year off the project mm-hmm. plus the increase in property taxes for every house that sells for people to move in right and you know so it's it's a it's a winner financially for the city and people don't really appreciate the poway's now it's not broke but we're not rich like we used to be.
3: Yeah, that's
0: true. We aren't. Expenses are g- going up faster than revenue. Pension. Pension issue. Yeah. Is yeah.
1: It, you should interview Peter DeHoff. Mm. Peter would be a great interview for you.
0: I've seen him on social media. He's a pretty smart guy. Very, Salk Institute scientist. Okay. He's a little bit smarter than I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: he wrote a great article on the Poway Performing Arts Center. You know, oh, yeah. I read that. The that issue, was, non-issue. That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. But that's a $700,000 negative cash flow.
3: Right. A year. Yeah.
1: You know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, the, um, but he under,
0: he's on the budget committee now, and he understands it all pretty much as well as anybody. So you said this is worth a half a million dollars a year in property tax. Yeah. Plus a little bit of a kick in sales tax, potentially. Well, yeah. 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 And then the uh, – not much.
3: Yeah.
1: Sales tax, it only works real well with cars. Right. Because they got – you know,
3: Yeah, a margin.
1: Right. Um, but – It'll help. And if it inspires interest in Poway, that helps too. Because, you know, with Poway Road getting cleaned up, you know, it's going to be, it could be a fairly exciting new town to live in.
0: So walk me through, like, the timeline starting today, going into the future. If all goes according to plan, approval, construction, selling homes. If all goes according to oil, as
1: they used to say. In the old days. <laughs> that was bridge, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't yeah. know that reference. Yeah. Um, we get approved in April by city council. Then we go on the ballot. Mm-hmm. If we get passed.
0: Is this is a ballot in November of 2020. November,
1: November of 2020. Mm-hmm. And part of that reasoning was, I think it's better if everyone's voting. Yeah. I know the strategy Unlike the San Diego Convention Center expansion is do it in March because then you only have the, you know, the Democrat passionate, yes, tax people voting.
0: Yeah. And like the school bond that they're going to do, that's in March (laughs) for Poway Unified.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Yeah. Um, The um, and that, you know, that uh, I would bet they have they're on the ballot in November, too. If if it fails in March, they'll be relentless. Yeah. This one has as, as. slim a chance of passing as any bond issue I've ever seen. Right. Especially with the state having a bigger bond issue. Right. Yeah. It's not like, you know, and and you've got the, what they haven't done, and I've told a couple of school board members this, they need to do analysis on the billion dollar bond. Okay. They need to say, where are we? Mm -hmm. Because property values have exceeded, I would think they've exceeded the analysts' estimates. When they did the bond, Mm. I think we'd be ahead a little bit, at least at this point. Okay. So if we're ahead, where are we? So what is the billion dollars? What does it really mean today? Mm. And, you know, that's that's like the first thing you've got to discuss. Right. And they're not talking about it. No, they're not. No. At least not publicly. The principal at Chaparral, Mm -hmm. two emails, two phone calls haven't been returned. Really? Yeah. And yeah, I, do I go to the superintendent or do I go to the school board? Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, or do I walk in? Hi, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm easy that way. I'll walk in before I rat her out. I'll <laughs> walk, I guess I just did rat her out, yeah. but I, I'll walk in and say, hi, I'm here. But you know, it's like, it's common courtesy to just return phone calls. Right. So if the district isn't even returning phone calls, that's not a good sign either, but the district's not my problem.
0: You know, but, but it is a concern of the voters to make sure that the, the schools have capacity Yes, but the bond issue itself is not really in your, in your zone, so:
1: No, And I, I'm not opposed to the bond issues. I've voted for every one of them. Mm-hmm. I've supported them all financially since 1980, something. right. I've been on the committees when Bob Reeves was superintendent and Don Phillips. Mm-hmm. I mean I've worked for the schools forever. Uh, but sometimes you can go Lowell once too often.
0: Right, and they got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, I think people are still a little bit burned uh, from the billion-dollar bond, so we'll see. But you're you're about to be on the ballot in November. November. Yeah. So if it's approved in November, then what?
1: Then we do the final engineering. That'll take a few months, and then we start grading. Um, I would say twenty, late twenty-one, early twenty-two. We've got something up that people can see and probably walk through. And then 22 people start moving into the project. Really? Yeah. And then it depends how fast you phase. You know, they phase everything in these developments. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the expert in phasing. But, you know, we'll get the barn built. We'll get the uh, the houses built. You know, the, the cottages because they're the down at the bottom, the flat land. The so easiest. it may take a f- –
0: Two three years until yeah. it's all built out.
1: Well, I you know I did that's part that's going to be interesting because I would think you could sell these as fast as you want to. So if the economy's strong, you don't know, you know in the old days they used to wait a week and raise them twenty grand and then wait a week and raise them twenty grand and mm-hmm. sell three houses. But I think now you it's smarter to move the inventory and get them sold. It's a lot smarter. And they could probably pre sell them. We have a waiting list now. Already? Yeah, people have contacted me. Want to be on the list? I go okay. We'll wow. create a list. I go. It's meaningless, but we'll create a list. Okay. Yeah. No, we have people. I mean, it's there's a lot of interest in the project. There's a lot of curiosity, and then you got fear. Right. You know, like there's people in Cloudcroft Court. There's one lady. You know, sweet lady and, and golfer from Stone Ridge. Great house. Be- mm-hmm. They had the most beautiful view. I feel so bad for them because they were looking at the, you know, like the f- four or third green, first tee, driving range. The mm-hmm. evenings had to be so pleasant there. Yeah. You know, and uh, they were worried about Cloudcroft Court being connected. No, we're leaving it as a cul-de-sac. It's a okay. fire access. But there's no, no kids going through there, no moms with vans or anything. Right. Um, you know, so we've been working on that. We have um, Boca Raton has access to Martin Coit at the top of the project. Right. So we're not going out that way. They'll be coming down through our project. Okay. Which is, you know, you know one guy said, well, you're going to be driving on Boca Raton. Go, Why would we? You have to go up the hill to go down the hill? Right. Nobody is that. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's you know, some shortcuts that people use through our project, but we're not shortcutting through anybody else's neighborhood. And that's been deliberate. Right. We, got, we have to be careful.
0: Right. And that yeah. makes sense. I mean, that's everyone's concern. I mean, there's a number of topics. So we're going to get into a few more. But traffic is always a hot button. I mean, I, I, I live, you know, I ride off of Stone Canyon. And the people here on Stone Canyon are very concerned about I- increased traffic or People diverting off of spola well, and doing Martin Coit Stone Canyon.
1: Well, Stone Canyon, when you're coming down the hill, people speed. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's our neighbors. <laughs> you're right. So it's us. <laughs> yeah. But it's not my fault. I mean, you know, yeah, it's me, yeah, but yeah. it's not my fault. Yeah. Um, and what we don't see, I, I don't remember what the exact number is, but it's a minimal impact on Stone Canyon because if the adaptive signals yeah, work yeah. as they're supposed to, it's not a shortcut anymore. Then it's free flowing down a spa. And I don't know where it's a shortcut to. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, Sprouts.
2: I mean,
1: Sprouts doesn't do that well. At um, Einstein Bagels, Mm -hmm. maybe for the high school kids in the morning, but that's not our project. Sure. Um, The impact, we're going to do some sidewalk improvements on that side of the street on Martin Coy. Because there's a little area that needs a sidewalk. There's an area over in Valley Verde by the park that needs a sidewalk that we're going to fix.
3: Ah, but also, but on the
0: other side of Espola, on the yeah. south
1: side of a Yeah. Huh, we're cool. crossing the road. But we have to. I mean, it's, it's fair. And, and Poway mm-hmm. has never had development fees like San Diego has. Mm-hmm. See, in San Diego, it costs you about 70000 bucks before you've bought the land. That's the fees to build a house. Mm-hmm. They have the facility benefit assessments, they call them. Right. So everything's paid for by the new homeowner. Right. Okay. Poway doesn't have that. And um, so they a lot of stuff just takes time to get done.
0: How much does Poway charge? You know, th- th- apples to apples compared to that 70000 the city of San Diego charges.
1: Oh, zilch. Really? Yeah. We've never had development. Right. You think about it. The last project developed in Poway, I think, was Madeiras. The heritage, probably, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, there are, you know, you got Bridalwood, but Bridalwood was like nineteen eighty. What? I mean, it's yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, you know, Poway. I, I think we we add like ten houses a year. Mm-hmm. We aren't a big developer run city, despite what people say. I feel bad for the council right now. They get blamed for getting elected. Yeah, it, it's you know, and they're generally smart people who are doing, you know, trying to do the right thing for the city, right? But all they do is get ripped. It's, it's just, it, you know, when I saw guys in sixty, eighty thousand dollar cars waiting in line a half hour to get a case of water, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was shit. <laughs> Costco
0: looks good to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Albertsons is right around the corner. You know, I actually went through one of those water lines, the one at, at, at City Hall. Did you? And they had, like, all these volunteers out. Um, oh, yeah. And they moved you through quick. And you saw Mayor Voss out there. You can't miss him. And uh, the, he was being interviewed. and But uh, the, but all they had, like, Red Cross people. And, and then you know, a, a lot of the city council guys, I saw him out RSVP. there RSVP. Well. No, yeah.
1: everybody steps up. I yeah. mean, that, what, you, you can argue about what happened later. Yeah. But in the meantime, we've got to stop it and, and solve it. And then, right. you know, and apparently from what I'm hearing, the city didn't do anything wrong. So this guy from the state, he put his head in a ringer because if I'm the city manager or the mayor, that guy overstepped
3: mm-hmm. because
1: he talked to the media and the bureaucrats don't talk to the media. The city manager or the state head of the water resources would talk to the media. Right. And he was telling the city one thing and the media something else. So he had his little time in the limelight. But that's what it was. And the city hasn't been cited for anything yet. They, no. found, they didn't do yeah. anything wrong. So, well, there
0: was a failure of the infrastructure.
1: It was a valve. Yeah. And, you know, like we're talking about PVC. Yeah. If vowels can be a pain.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, so it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. He has this come up it's coming. It wasn't fair. I like I like facts and fair. And,
0: well, there, it became that the, the Poway water situation became very politicized. Totally. You, you know, because the mayor is running for supervisor and he's got, you know, lovers and haters and, and that kind of thing. Right. Um, He tends to get a reaction. Yeah. It kind of surprised me
1: because I was was not a Steve Voss fan. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I did not endorse him or Higginson when he ran, either one of them. Mm -hmm. I had my personal reasons with Don because Don basically called me a liar one night at City Hall at a city council meeting. Oh, wow. When I cut down the trees. Yeah. He said, well, I don't know if Kevin's telling the truth. And that was the end as far as I was concerned. Wow. Because I don't lie. No. You know, my, my contractor needed some work. I gave him some work. I had no idea there was a tree ordinance. I'd never heard of such a thing. Mm-hmm. And there were pepper trees. So, I, you know, I took my lumps. Okay. Um, and Voss, I, I had concerns about Steve mm-hmm. politically, whatever. I didn't know him. Right. Um, but yeah, he gets targeted for everything. And it's kind of, it's interesting because, he you know, he's not controversial as far as being mayor. I mean, there's, what's the controversy in Poway today? hmm you know, they, the senior center, the community park is going to be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. New building, new pool, new sidewalks. You know, I'm sure they're going to fertilize the grass. Chris Hazeltine, the new city manager, was a park and rec guy in Carlsbad. So, you know, he loves parks. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, if they put in the challenged equipment down the park, that'll be a huge upgrade for that part of the community. Right. So I'm on the board for Villa De Vita. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's the challenged adult yeah. housing and they're, the they're,
0: they're laying the foundation right now, aren't We're they? We're under construction. Yeah,
1: we're going to beat the outpost. And we started <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I feel for those guys. Yeah, that's a big hole. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. I looked at buying that stuff for my wife's store, the old Pomerado publishing building, mm-hmm. and I was going to, I wasn't going to, I was going to tear it down, but I wasn't going to dig. Cuz
0: the water table is right there, isn't it? The water but, table
1: runs well, from basically the easiest location to mark is the Hamburger Factory, Midland Road. Right. That little creek goes down, comes around, goes through the park up by by Walmart. Right. Comes down underneath, like my old Poway Valley Center, where the pub is. Right. Goes underneath there, across the street to the outpost, and then goes into the creek. Right. So I mean, there's water. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if they if they did. Poor hydrology studies. If they did, they had to do hydrology studies. Mm-hmm. They do know what they're doing. You know, the partner runs a big concrete company up in Canada, so that's why they were big on going underground and doing the parking underground, right? You know, and if you can do the parking underground, you can get a better project, right? I mean, you know, at, at one point when we were meeting on Poway Road, and this is we're digressing, now, <laughs> but I kind of looked at, could we get Elon Musk here and build a tunnel? And with a hyperloop, have a <laughs> plaza? No, just a plaza on right. Highway Road, where you could actually cross the street without cars. How cool would that be? Yeah, but you know we're developing. You know, yeah, if the world was like Stone Ridge, where I started from scratch, mm-hmm. I even had somebody ask me if I would build the bowling alley at Stone Ridge this week. Really? Yeah, I went no, won't work. At, you know, yeah, the bowling alley isn't financially viable anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's over. That's yeah. the ru- brutal reality of business. Right. And those buildings probably have about a five-year life
0: left. Yeah, they're pretty old. Yeah. They're in bad shape. Yeah, they are. They're a lot of the buildings on Poway Road are like that, that are in yes. tough shape. Um, yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of change going on in the city, you know, Poway Road and Stone Ridge. and I tried
1: to help the discounts people. I talked to the brokers about the Staples building up in the industrial park because it's been vacant a, a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's in the, the um, in and out center. Yeah. And it's like 19, 18,000, 19,000 feet. And I asked one of my friends from the Episc- no, Episcopalian, Presbyterian, you know, yeah. on on RB and palmerado who was involved. I said, well, what do you think? She goes, if we could work together. I go, all you need to do is staff a cash register and put different colored tags on the items. Right. And you can all, you know. Mm-hmm. But if they can't work together, it won't work. But they could get in there probably for less rent than they're paying today if they'd work together. If they work together. Right. I I don't have time right now to do that
0: one. Uh, I have to work. I have enough problems. Yeah. um, That's a good solution because everyone's always concerned where the thrift stores are going to go. And if there was a large open space and they were able to creatively partition
1: it. it, They didn't do it. The Rite Aid space is still available. Yeah. You know, people talk about how bad Poway Road is. Poway Road's bad physically but it's 97% occupied. There really? aren't there aren't hundreds of vacant buildings. 97%. Yeah. Wow. Retail has gone since I bought Old Poway. That was our first investment in Poway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I bought Old Poway, the average rent, you won't believe this one, because this was it was poorly managed, was 19 cents a square foot. Wow, gross. Wow. There's no other charges. No triple net or anything. Nothing. Okay. My eyes gleamed when I saw that rent roll. Wow! I knew I could improve it. You're right. And then um, now I think they're asking like um, it, it's the total cost of occupancy is like two fifty, two seventy nine. Mm. Poway Road's over three dollars. You yeah. Know, and now when the state's talking about messing with Prop thirteen, that that's actually so dangerous because as a land or building owner, yeah, my leases are all triple net. Which means the tenants pay taxes, insurance, and maintenance. Mm-hmm. So when I sell the project, the property taxes go up, pass through to the tenant. Right. So it's a business tax. Right. That's
0: all it is. Exactly it's
1: exactly right. It's not going to do a darn thing to me. You know, I might have to eat part of the taxes for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but that doesn't hurt me at all. But it really hurts the businesses. Right. So it's another bad idea. Right. But if you want to try to revamp Prop thirteen. That's like saying social security or guns. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck. Third rail, right? Yeah. Never works. <laughs> yeah. But back to the project, because um, that is why we're here. The, um, I think it's more dangerous for Poway to vote against us than it is for him to vote for us.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. What happens if, it, if the voters say no? I walk. Well, yeah. We lose a million bucks. Okay, because that's, that's your bet that that's you're making. That's my bet. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll lose
1: over a million bucks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we walk. Schlesinger gets the land back. Right. Okay, good luck, Poway. I mean, at that point, I'm done. Right. There's no local anything. Mm-hmm. I know the couple of city council people have tried to talk to Schlesinger's manage, property managers about cleaning up on the Spola Road. No. I asked them to close the gates. I asked this property manager, can you talk to Michael about just closing the access points? You've taken all the good trees out of there Mm because they dug them all out. He sold all the good trees,
4: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which was really sad. Mm -hmm. A couple of them were specimens I could have used. But he sold all the trees and he left holes in the fence that people can just get through. And people are cutting holes in the fence. Right. I said, can you just seal the land? Mm -hmm. I mean, if for nothing else, it's a fire hazard. Kids are partying in that clubhouse all the time and trashing it. Yeah. And um, no, why should I? I
0: went, I told the primary. Well, you know, he can get sued. So seems like he's playing a game of chicken. You know, just to see.
1: Yeah, but he's got the car, and I'm the chicken in the middle of the road. <laughs> I mean, that's really Poway. Yeah. That's I mean, Poway people go. We can do something. You can't do anything. Right. There's no eminent domain. No justification. Right. I know one of the mayoral candidates wanted eminent domain, Stone Ridge. No, yeah. they're not. Chance yeah. in hell. Right. That would make Schlesinger so rich. I mean, the the lawsuit would bankrupt Poway. I mean, it just won't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, would the state come in? Could it be affordable housing? Yeah. Yeah. Someday it could. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, I'm not particularly against that, but I live on the other side of Espola. Right. I guarantee everybody on the east north side of Espola is against it. Right. I mean, they don't want that project in their neighborhood. Right. And the neighborhood doesn't have any of that. So it doesn't fit in, you know. I know South Poway feels beleaguered, but the low income housing in South Poway really isn't low income. I mean, it's secretaries, it's nurses. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's you know, you're not talking the poorest of the poor, right? And the um, and the projects the Poway has built are beautiful, and they're extremely well managed. We had some problems with graffiti in Old Poway. Mm -hmm. The woman got kicked out, kicked out because her kid did the graffiti. Kid gets caught doing drugs, the mom gets kicked out. I mean, they, they, they move. Wait, i uh, walk you back. Who, who got kicked out of what? The resident on Brighton, on the, lowing, the affordable housing project behind Old Poway. Oh. People have gotten kicked out for violating the rules or causing problems. Ah, oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They're, the management's intense and they're very good at it and mm-hmm. they're very cooperative. And so, you know, they, Poway runs, you know, as, as far as affordable housing goes, as good as I've ever seen anywhere. Wow. Yeah. I wish they had a stronger developer for the vet housing, mm. but they
0: didn't. So mm-hmm. that's a different problem. So um, I have a, just a few questions I'd like to Far ask away. you. Yeah. away. So, yeah. Um, I've been waiting. <laughs> well, I wanted to give you an opportunity to share who you are, your background, and really highlight por- portions of the project. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of questions that people have. and All fair. Um, so we talked about schools. We talked about traffic. We talked about fire danger, mm-hmm. right? So, th- are, there's going to be easy to um, to exit. Like if there is a fire emergency, there's going to be a, a nice flow of people leaving the area if necessary. Or is it going to battle panic? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, we, the, the residents up above us. Yeah, they'll have extra ways out. Right. Because they can come through our project. That's true.
0: Otherwise, they had to go around the
1: golf course. And we'll have some areas where mm-hmm. you could probably stand and not fry. Okay. You know, not burn. But I'm not saying they're, they're, not, yeah. they're not escapes. They're just, they're, there's enough open areas where you know, they won't be on fire so people be safe. Mm-hmm. Our project is not a shelter-in-place project. You know, it's houses. Right. But if there's not fuel, there won't be much of a fire. At right. least through that part, the fire. My hope is it ends at the top of the hill, at Boca Raton and hmm
4: and
1: doesn't come across the street. Like the chateaus survived the last big fire, mm. the big condo project up there, mm-hmm. and the golf course is what saved them because of that buffer the zone. Break, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll have the break, same kind of break. In fact, it'll be bigger, so it should help. But that's yeah. But they'll have an access through Martin Coit off of Boca Raton. Um, and then there's another access up at the top of the hill that will come down. It's kind of a back asswards excuse me, way to get <laughs> through the project. Yeah. But, you know, I would think our 160 homes should be able to get out of there fairly quickly. Okay. If they have to. But most people, even during Cedar and the uh, Witch Creek, unless you're in the trails, depends where the fire goes to whether you have to evacuate or not. Mm-hmm. We didn't evacuate. Mm. You know, we went to a neighbor's backyard pub.
0: Mm -hmm. Spent the day with all our friends. You know, um, the 04 fire, we had to evacuate because we were living in Sycamore Creek on the end of Garden Road, and we lost a few homes there. Um, But uh, yeah, so anyways, um, you've got – we talk about fire. Let's talk about water, and water is a big issue. Um, So Stone Ridge originally had a waiver. My understanding is during the drought water restrictions um, where – Homeowners had to pay extra. They had to pay a surcharge because the water uh, was during the drought and, and we were using more water than we were allotted. Really? Um, but Stone Ridge apparently had some kind of a waiver from this. And my question was, do you know if that waiver still exists or was that unique to the golf course?
1: Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Second, they lost the conditional use permit. There's no rights for anything. Okay. They had two wells. We're capping the two wells that'll help the water supply. So capping means
0: you're just shutting them, them off.
1: Yeah, we're not using them. Okay. Cuz we'll have enough internal gray water and water, yeah, you know, we we have water rights. We're using less water than the golf course did. Mm-hmm. So we have water rights, you know, that'll that'll be fine. Um and plus all our landscaping drip. So, you know, we're not going to be remotely a big water user. All the yards will be drip. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not building sprinklers anymore, like, you know, the yeah. old days. So we'll be pretty, you know, pretty intense.
0: And there's, a, there's an aqueduct that runs through that area,
3: right? Yeah. But right that's, is that underground?
1: Yeah. Runs from um, Cloudcroft th- across the, um, what used to be the second hole, first hole, driving range, all the way up the hill, um, all the way through the golf course.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: And so we're not building anything on that, obviously. Right. So that's another green buffer that we have to have.
3: Okay. So. And that
0: won't be any roads or anything over that. That's like just kind of a gravel. Can't even have a parking lot there. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. All right. So it's open space. Um, Okay. And then you talked about gray water. Yeah. So th- that's the recycled water, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to be used for some of the agriculture and.
1: It'll be used for the, uh, the residential uh, landscaping.
0: Residential so every
1: house, be able to water, it, you know, from the your own laundry.
0: Right. Will water your own yard. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. And that's the th- theory behind
0: the gray water. Okay, and then it'll be fresh water, obviously for drinking. Yeah. Yeah, and then for the agriculture. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. See, I drank this stuff during the the crisis. <laughs>
0: um, as did my dog and cat. <laughs> well, remember Mayor Voss? He was drinking the water. This whole town was drinking something that week. Yeah, they were. Yes. Yeah, they were. Um, okay, we talked about. Um, okay, we talked about the HOA. Um, so here is a question someone asked me: um, If a property owner violates the deed restrictions, because who who is who is can be, how would that be managed? Is that something that the HOA would manage? If a you mean like on my open space? Um, no, like on their own property. way like The HOA would kind of police that. <laughs> yeah. They'll be policing it. If the homeowner decided to do something crazy. Yeah. They don't allow homeowners to do anything crazy in an right. HOA. That's why I don't live in one. Yeah. We live in an HOA and you know, it has its pros and cons, I'll tell it has you. its moments. Yeah. Yes. Um, so let's say, just hypothetically, like we know that the golf course was um, – a business model, and then it became unsustainable. What would happen if, for some crazy reason, the agricultural portion of the project was no longer sustainable as a business? Could that maybe go away and then be replaced with more housing? No. That's why I'm putting
1: the deed restriction on, so there'll never be another FF vote on that land. So I'm stopping it. We're building 160 houses.
3: Okay. That's it.
1: That's it. There'll be nothing else ever built on Stone Ridge. It's 117 point something acres, mm-hmm. okay? We're using 30 of it, I think 35 of it for housing. Right. The rest is being preserved forever. Okay. It won't be touched. That's why I'm working with this $500 an hour land use attorney. <laughs> but you understand? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm consultant out. Right. At this point. We have a consultant for lighting. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, that's streets and housing. Right. Okay. We have consultant for pesticides. Because of the gardens, even though they're organic, right? Um, we have a consultant for noise. We have a fire consultant. We have a traffic consultant. We have a consultant for um, oh God, everything. There's pro- a consultant for everything. Yeah, well, we have pro- archaeologist. Yeah. You know, you, you you you've got water consultants. You've got, I mean, everything. I mean, Firewise is a consultant for fires. Well, plus you have the architects and the ag people and. Oh, it, it gets, it, it, I, I would say reasonably certain I have over 40 consultants right now working on this project. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot involved in it, more than people
0: want to ever know. So, this is your investment that you're making to make sure that it's right.
1: Yeah. Well, it's mm. my promise. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like my wife calls it Kevin's last stand.
0: <laughs> well,
1: let's face it, I'm 70 yeah. years old. Uh-huh. You know, I had, my, I had my first heart attack, and I'm having my second back surgery. Yeah, I'm not in the best physical condition. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot of business time left. I don't want to do a lot of more business. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if something comes up that's fun, yeah. But if it's not fun, I don't need Yeah, – I'm not doing this for the money. I'm really doing this because I can and I know how to do it. And I know – I mean, and I know it sounds arrogant, but there was no one else in Poway who knew how to do this. There wasn't. And I've talked to developers who go, God, that was smart if you can get it passed, mm-hmm. you know. And how did you think of this? You know, that kind of. But you have to know Poway to get a project done here. If you don't know Poway, you'll never get a project done here. That's like these guys who buy that. Uh, they try to buy that 20 acres on Matadi every year. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And they got no chance. Right. I mean, it's a total waste of time. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever going to be approved by the voters on that land. And it shouldn't be approved by the right. voters on that land. You know, it's real, the last guy, everybody in town told him, don't do this. Oh, it's OK. No, yeah. you're going to get hung. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, but you have to understand the, the wants and needs of the city. I mean, the populace, you know, we're an aging populace whose kids need housing. So do you sell your house or do you let your kid buy your house and move over here? What do you you know, the games people play? But we're going to try and solve one hell of a problem because that place, if it gets worse every year, I mean, it's going to be a hellhole. And the property values around the course have already been affected. Hmm. They've gone down. There was a house under 900000 bucks on the course. Those were over a million a couple of years ago. And wow. The, I mean, you know, living on a golf course is a nice lifestyle. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's peaceful, mm-hmm. you, know, it's, you know, except for the occasional scream from your <laughs> four. But the, uh, you know, and Stone Ridge, you know, the tragedy of Stone Ridge, because it was a great track. Great greens. It was a fun place to be. Good mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no arrogance. There was no ego. None of that stuff you see at a country club. They didn't maintain it for over 20 years. They never fixed the pool. They never marketed it. That place should have been the central social activity area for all of North Poway. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been those places where when we were young, our wives would have wanted to go over for dinner and dance on a Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. They never did that. And they let it go and let it go and let it go, and the physical the physical facility was a mess. And then the water crisis hit, and the water bill was four hundred thousand bucks a year. That's not sustainable. No, not at all. No, no chance. Right. So it, you know it died, but it um, you know it it was a good place, and it, it, then that, that's the tragedy. But that's happening with golf courses, hundreds of them, all across the cor- all across the country right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I get ads. For San Diego Country Club, which is pretty high end place, mm-hmm. the bridges, which is very high end mm-hmm. the farms, which is another ranch of santa fe high end golf course, all looking for members now. every golf course is looking for members, right. The desert is a mess. Palm desert is a mess, every golf course over there is scuffling mm-hmm. and you know and the government looks at this as huh hundred acres, huh? What could we do with that? Houses. That's what the government thinks. Condos. You mm-hmm. know. And you don't want to see the Mira Mesa apartment house in Poway. Yeah, one on Mira Mesa Boulevard and I-15. Much as we'd all love to own it, I don't want my name on it. Right. Yeah. right. yeah. I don't want. Any, I
0: wouldn't want anyone to know I was the owner, but I'd love to get the checks every month off that place. It's oh, huge. Yeah. Huge. It's, it's, it's a it's, city. It's enormous. Yeah. That that just as a tangent. That's I think the fear of some people about the development that's going to happen on Poway Road. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not going to be that size. But we, we just, lowered the density. Yeah. We get no credit for that. Mm-hmm.
1: Poway Road. We lowered it like seven nine hundred units on Poway Road. The density. Mm-hmm. So it could have been a whole lot worse, or. Better, depending how one wants to look at it. Right. But uh, as a developer type guy, real estate guy, I think we did a good job. And I think the projects are going to work. I don't think the Fairfield project has a chance
0: the I mean, way it's
1: been presented. That's it, the one with the
0: bowling alley. Okay, that one. Okay. That everybody's yeah. got
1: it. hasn't been approved. Right. Council hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. And they've they're pushing the density too far. Right. The commons that they just did, the uh, Meridian Group. That's the TerraScan and Poway Road, right? Yeah, that's the one the city owns. Right. Yeah. That's really a beautiful project.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and you know that'll work. And the outpost, I just hope it stops raining for a week so they can get <laughs> something done. Well, I, I wouldn't want to see a hole on Poway Road. Yeah. I mean, that's what we got right now. It's like the big dig in Boston. It, it, or <laughs> downtown when Henderson, Bruce Henderson and Aguirre sued... On the ballpark issues, you had a hole. Yeah. That's not an attractive look. Right. And, you know, one of the things in real estate, you got to make money while the getting's good. And right now, the economy's screaming. Right. The getting is good. Mm -hmm. It's actually great. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's rolling. That's that's when you go travel. You see cranes every city in this world right now. Oh, yeah. Cranes everywhere. You know, where in the old days, San Diego, you never saw a crane downtown. Yeah, you know, it it it's a whole different world. So it's um you know, you've got a, a populace that keeps wanting to have children but doesn't want to build them a house. Right? That's an issue. Yeah, there's a there's a serious housing problem here. A lot um, of kids are leaving. A oh, lot yeah. of kids are looking because it's expensive to live here. Yeah. It's worth it. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, walk outside today it's 74 degrees. It's January. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was, you know, but it um uh, California is not cheap.
0: No, no. And it's getting more expensive. Oh, it's
1: going to be horrible. (laughs) I didn't say that out loud. It's going to be horribly expensive.
0: Um, So what about, like, let's talk about the agricultural use. So there's going to be the the community farms. There's going to be the individual plots. And are those going to be close to the houses? Are they going to be separate? They're separate, but
1: they're buffers. We're using everything as a buffer to keep our houses away from the, the existing homes. Just give them more space. It's all as a space. Okay. So if you've got an existing house, we're going to have like fifty feet, ten foot trail, mm-hmm. and a garden, okay, or landscaping, mm-hmm. whatever that area has. So there's going to be about a hundred feet between the at least a hundred feet between the existing homes and anything new, right? So it'll be you know
0: we're just trying to be sensitive. But like let's just take the hypothetical that you know the 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 ag people come in and say hey we got to like fertilize this area. Is it going to create like any like you know, There are gonna be there
1: are restrictions on the fertilizers.
0: How so? As
1: God is my witness. Mm-hmm. We live in California. Right. No roundup. No, there are there are restrictions on we had to have a pesticide study done. You don't want to kill the bees. Right. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big bee guy. Yeah. I have beehives. I like bees. Um I love honey. The um, um you don't want allergies. Mm-hmm. Because you know everything's a lawsuit now too. So if my kids asthmatic and gets an allergy because I'm spraying, you know, flowers down the hill, right? I get sued. That's mm-hmm. not smart. Um, and there are just there are just more rules for everything than you can ever imagine. There are there are rules for everything. Mm-hmm. And then they add another rule. They do. It's amazing. I just I just sit there and fortunately the planners of the city have been very good to work with because they could have made this a nightmare. But they haven't. They've been very, very professional, very cooperative, as helpful as they legally can be. And nobody's bending over backwards because it's me. Mm-hmm. But at least I know them all going in. Right. Yeah. Oh, I fought. I've had battles with the city of Poway like no one's ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fought them on everything. With old Poway, I fought the city on everything. I mean, that's what one of the councilwomen at the time who got recalled. Mm-hmm. And I were very, it was personal. Wow. Well, it, I, I was asked by Jim Bowersox to bring my plans for Old Poway to the city council when I first bought it because mm-hmm. we were doing some radical changes. We were painting it. Hadn't been painted in 20 years. <laughs> right. Brown. Mm-hmm. Well, you see the, the palette now. Yeah. Okay. That's 24 different colors, I think. Yeah. My wife and daughter designed it. Yeah, it looks nice. Well, it's rotatable. So you can basically turn the colors and the whole building changes when we repainted it. And we did that a couple times. Oh, wow. Where, yeah, I yeah, didn't realize that. Yeah, they're, they're good at this. I'm okay, not. Okay, okay. You know, I, I just know how to put a deal together. They, they're they very good at this. So they did that. And then I take it to city council. And Betty Rexford actually said at city council, well, I don't know if I like this. And I sat there and looked at her. I was patient for a minute, a minute. I don't have much patience. <laughs> um, and they said, well, why don't you paint one building and I'll let you know if I like it. Whoa. I lost it. Mr. Rexford, I'm starting tomorrow. be done in two weeks. Right. I don't care what you think. At that point, I, I, I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. I fired myself on this project as spokesman. This is the last time I'll be taking the lead publicly on the project. Mm-hmm. hiring somebody to help me. Right. I get mad. I got uh, basically called a liar at a community meeting a couple weeks ago. It was my first meeting after the heart attack. So my back's killing me. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. Uh-huh. You, know, and, you know, I probably shouldn't have gone. But, you know, I've got a job to do mm-hmm. and I've got to do it anyway. And my wife's in the back of the room, which is never good <laughs> for obvious reasons when you did a story. And this guy got on me that I'm a liar. I'm changing Prop FF throughout the whole city. And I lost it. I go, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm protecting it. And he goes, no, you're not. And I go, well, you know what? It's my meeting. You're done. I'm not going to deal with you. You're making stuff up. I got no time for this. That's why I have a hard time with the internet. I just, (laughs) I can't stand making stuff up. Right. And uh, I looked at my wife and I got the look and we left. And I said, it's okay. I fired myself right after I said it. Because I do get emotional. I'm involved. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about the project. I like what we've done. Mm If this gets built, I'll be very proud of it. It's going to be beautiful. It'll be a very cool place to live. And I'll get free vegetables for a while. (laughs) Um, But I don't take grief well. So, like you saw me at that meeting in October, Yeah. I handled it. I thought, okay. I think you did a good job.
0: They were firing bullets and you you handled it. I let them hit me. (laughs) But
1: that was the first meeting. After the 45th, you're kind of done getting shot at. Yeah. You know, and. uh, So I fired myself, so we'll have a more professional spokesperson from now on. Okay, well, I'm glad you are able to come on the podcast. That was you. (laughs) We we started with the girls' softball. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was a big proponent of the softball fields. Yeah. And I had Michelle, who used to own the ice cream shop. Right. When you guys had the big meeting, biggest city council meeting ever. Yeah. Total waste of time because it was a 5-0 vote to to approve the, the field. Right. And I had Michelle, who owned the ice cream shop in Old Poway, so we sponsored her and we paid her to go over there and serve ice cream to the kids, the girls. So they were giving away the ice cream out front before the council hearing. <laughs> you know, and it was you know, it was just a community thing to do. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. And the softball field's spectacular. It's beautiful. Yeah. The guy should have sold his house, though, next to the parking lot. That was a mistake. Yeah. That was a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand why the auto guy's staying there. Mm-hmm. But- there's no other place else for him to go, right? But you know, it, it, that whole area could be the biggest, coolest park in San Diego County.
0: Oh yeah, it's fabulous for girls' softball. It's just we loved it. There.
1: The whole thing. The yeah. Bower Sox had a plan to extend Old Poway Park to mid, to a Community Road. Really? Yeah, because there's only a few houses over there, and they when they had the redevelopment money, they were to pick them up one by one. Wow! You want to sell your house? We're here. When you're ready to sell it, let us know. And that – because you look at – if you look at communities you're driving down, there's a lot of open land over there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, you're and, right. And the creek. I mean it's a cool – it would be a – it would have been the coolest little park and it would have been passive. It wouldn't have been soccer fields. Well, it would have been who, a good place to Who owns that
0: land on Community Road um, just east of it where it's that open space? Is that city land? No, that's people, the houses. Okay. Yeah.
1: But it was there. Now the Poway doesn't have, you know, they don't have redevelopment anymore. Wow. Poway's the reason, one of the primary reasons the state went to redevelopment. Okay, you're out of here. Because the whole Bridalwood. Right. The Heritage. Mm -hmm. Mm Maderas. That was all redevelopment money. The whole business Mm park,
0: that was huge for this city. Right. Yeah, they took full advantage.
1: Bowersox was a genius. Right. And, you know, whether it's right or wrong, doesn't matter. It's government. So Mm -hmm. you just, you know, they won. And we got a great town out of it but we don't have any of that anymore. Right. So it's like the Madeira's Hotel. They may come back in a couple years. My understanding is they're coming back with half, um, like instead of 250, 150 room hotel. But I thought that would have been a cool. They were offering a million bucks to the city a year on TOT, whether they made a million dollars or not on the TOT tax. Wow! And, you know, they lost. But if they come back with a smaller one, you know, you'd have a, a real wedding facility then and a nice place to put up the relatives when they came in for Christmas. And it's tucked away. And it's tucked away. And yeah. You know,
0: but that's another battle for other people to fight. <laughs> yes. I have my own. Um, here's, here's one. This is an interesting question that someone asked me. They said when the – assuming it's passed, you know, your, your, your um, rezoning is passed in November of 2020, some people are seeing that as a huge gift um, to the landowner and the developers, because transforming that property from uh, rec- open recreational to you know ag and mm-hmm. residential, what is what is your offering back to the community for the gift that you're receiving? And that's a how it was, is this a gift? Well, that's how the question was posed to me.
1: Spending um, two years of my life and a million bucks, and now it's a gift. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, no. Um, well, one is a vacant lot. You can get technical on the open space recreational, but that's just because it was stone Ridge. Right. Now it's just a vacant lot. Right. And it's not open space. I mean, open space, again, and people don't understand this. If it doesn't connect to anything, it's a vacant lot. It has to have, I mean, Yellowstone doesn't exist in a void. You know, Yosemite has a lot of environment around it. Mm-hmm. You got nothing over there. You got houses. Right. All the way around it. And then a Spola Road. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it could be an open space forever, but it's not going to be open space. Right. It's going to be weed ridden. You yeah. know, um, As far as donations, well, well the, the one thing I would recommend is the principal of Chaparral, I'll return my call. Mm. Because obviously we have a financial, a vested interest. My grandchildren are going to be going to Chaparral. We have a vested interest in Chaparral okay to help them contribute do whatever um the city hasn't hit me up for anything um yet i'm going to spend probably a quarter million bucks additional on the the, the lot or the uh, tot lots the to play areas in my mm-hmm. for the handicap challenge for the development challenge kids to come play mm-hmm. um I don't know if you want to look at that as a gift or a bribe,
0: well, no, but I, to
1: me, it's being socially responsible.
0: Yeah. And I think the way, cause I, I had solicited some questions to people before we had this podcast and the way it was framed to me, wasn't so much financial gifts, but is the, the, the rezoning potentially is a financial opportunity for the developers. Yeah. So the return is what, what are you providing in return to the community for that? And I think mean, you touched on some of it. I mean, it's like a lot of these facilities are open to the public. You yeah, know?
1: a nice and, hiking trail.
0: Yeah, and eight
1: they, foot wide sidewalk. <laughs> drives mm-hmm. me nuts. The eight foot <laughs> wide sidewalk. So like awesome. I got peeved. Little things <laughs> that get under your skin. The right? Big things you you can't fight the big things. The little things you can kind of go Ugh. right. The um, even the former city manager told me, "Oh, I'd argue about that one." I laughed and I go, I, "You know, I got other arguments I got to deal with right sure. now." Sure. I don't know what else. Um, the um, it, 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 there isn't enough skin left in this project for me to start giving away. One of the people on the landscape committee, on the you know the uh, what's it called for trimming the trees on a spoil road in Twin Peaks?
0: Oh, landscape um, maintenance. Yeah. Yes.
1: Wanted a million bucks. LMD. Call me. Okay, Calvin. You donate a million bucks. I go to what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I mean I've I've been asked for money and one of the f- things fundraisers do, and it's it's a great move. John, I know how strongly you support this project. And we've looked at you and we think, you know, we'd like you to, to give a million bucks. Well you blanch, you go, What what do you think I'm made of? Yeah. They go, Well, 10000 would be fine. And then you're feeling <laughs> grateful. That's one of their strategies. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, there isn't enough profit margin in this for me to be giving away too much stuff on anything. Right. I mean, i got to pay myself back. Yeah. I mean, one of my wife's requirements is you pay yourself back. That's, right. Yeah. But then uh, I'm looking, and I, you know, I just have to find something that fits the community. It's got to benefit us, too. Of course. It's got to be win-win, right? Win-win, yeah. yeah. I thought open space deed forever was a pretty good gift, Right. I mean, I could have ignored that because most people wouldn't understand it. You know, you've got a few of the people uh, who wouldn't understand it, but most people don't understand what the value of that is. Mm-hmm. They, they're clueless. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that you see when you – again, when you read the internet is people aren't really paying attention to what's going on. They don't know. They they make stuff up. They pretend they know, but they don't know. Like the bowling alley did not sell for $15 million.
0: Yeah, that was floating around on Facebook. Yeah.
1: No, it did not sell for 15 million bucks. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. I looked at buying it 20 years ago. And the, the, the one thing you can do is sell the wood and the machinery to China. But that wood and that machinery is so old now, you can redo the wood, but I'm not sure the machinery is any good. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, it's just an industrial building. Right. You know, it, it's not worth that much. They maybe I don't think they're even selling that whole center for 15 million bucks. They were never asking that high before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but again, I'm laying in wait on that one. I have ideas. Okay. I, I can lay in wait on that one. Yeah, because I, 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 Fairfield walked once, so I think they're capable of walking again. Mm-hmm. And then the Gildred family owns that center. And if they're really sellers, then I could talk to them and put a deal together.
0: I think you have a very interesting position in all of this, not just Stone Ridge, but a lot of things in Poway, because you understand the community, you understand the culture, you understand what concerns people, you know, right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're in the business of real estate. You're in the business of working on these large scale projects, you know, that are public, private. Um, Like you said, you're probably the only person in town that could do this. I know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. That helps to yeah. a point. Yeah, And then, well, if, if, if a big developer, let's say Toll Brothers or Pardee or somebody showed up in Poway with Stone Ridge, they'd never get off the ground. Right. I mean, they have no chance. Right. I mean, this town is not going to react well to that. Right. You know, it, it, a local they'll look at, um, you know, my wife and my daughter are two of my best salespeople because they know almost every. Woman in Poway, you know, from their store, <laughs> right? So going sell, sell. But the, um, it, 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 you know, we're pretty involved in the community. I was on the, I was chair of the budget committee for two years. Mm-hmm. And then it took a couple of years off. Then I was vice chair for a couple of years during right. the recession because I can add value. I understand money. Because you know, we were on that committee together. Yeah, I, I can I can understand numbers. Yeah, you know, and we did a good job. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. so. Yeah, Rod Gould and I got into it a few times when he was city manager. <laughs> I remember him. But I got in it with every city manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, it because um, I wouldn't if, if the city tells me no, I take that as a suggestion. <laughs> every time, right? No, it's it's like I'm relentless, mm-hmm. and I've driven them nuts, but I'm. I hate to say undefeated, but I'm pretty much undefeated. I've gotten my way on most stuff because basically I'm starting off where I'm right. This is the best way to do it. Like Mm -hmm. my sign criteria for Old Poway. I had to battle the city on the sign criteria. And basically it's almost a meaningless document at this point. But it allows the flexibility that you need for that specific Old Poway Center. To have the kind of signage you need and the cutesy stuff to make it look like an old building, right? Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's but, yeah, but I had a fight on that, mm-hmm. you know. And then, um, you know, I've had I've had you know I've had my tiffs with everybody, mm-hmm. but that's you know that's real estate, right? You know, I, one of the city managers didn't want O'Harley's when they were a tenant of mine in the DMV mm-hmm. or in the uh, Walmart Center, yeah, to have dancing.
0: Really? Yeah. This is like, uh, what was that movie with um, Kevin Bacon? Um, oh, Dirty Dancing? Not or, Dirty no. Dancing, but it was the one where the Footloose. city. Footloose, Footloose. yeah. Footloose. And they banned the dancing. Well, dancing
1: leads to sex, I was told. And I'm looking, at go, and why do you think men dance? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, we all learned that in like sixth grade, eighth yeah. grade. You know? yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is nice. Yeah. You know? and, um, you know, but you, you, and I won that one. Right, I went to the mayor. I mean, you got the things you got to do every once in a while to make things happen. You know, I don't ask for favors ever. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like always been my cardinal rule. You, you, um, it's one of the things that's always kind of interesting. But people say, "Well, you've got a lot of power." I go, "You can't use it. If you ever use your power, you got no power left. Mm. You can't, you can't abuse it. You can't. If you ask for a favor." then you owe them a hundred times what they owed you. That's exactly right. And I don't believe in doing that. I just, and it's not fair. Right. I mean, there's ethical things for politicians or council people that have to deal with, and you don't want them to have to cross the line. Right. You want them to be successful. I mean, mm-hmm. it's better for the city. It's like people that are against Voss running for um, the supervisor. Mm-hmm. Well, two Republicans are running. One of them's going to win. Okay. The supervisors have a $2 million a year slush fund. They get that they get to spend in their districts, mm-hmm. subject to approval of the rest of the supervisors. Right. Well, our mayor will be a supervisor, and he's got a two million dollars. So that's an eight million dollar if he only serves one term. Right. Okay. Come on, we got. We can figure out a way to get some of that in the Poway. Right. You know, he's got to spread it out. Mm-hmm. But you know, Pam Slater used to give it to the Opera, which had nothing to do with her job. Right. But, you know, she got to go to Geneva or somewhere and you know, <laughs> they were happy. Right. But no, it's it, there's there's value in thinking forward on these things a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Steve and I have become friends over the years. Right on. Yeah. We don't have beers together, but we get along. Yeah. I like the guy now. I mean, mm-hmm. I went to the Carols by Candlelight for the first time.
0: Yeah, I've never gone. How did, did you enjoy it? Actually, it was pretty good. Yeah. His daughter, Anna... She's talented. She's good. I've seen her videos on Facebook and she does a really good job. She's opening up for Willie Nelson. Yeah. And he's playing
1: Friday night downtown. I don't know if she's here for it. Yeah, she is. But Balboa's at the Balboa Theater. Yeah. Well, we should call Steve and ask him for free tickets. <laughs> I <laughs> like Willie. No, Anna, I mean tell you, she's very pretty. Yeah. Great voice, mm-hmm. good stage presence. Yeah. Uh, apparently a very talented writer. She yeah. got that Miranda Lambert con- uh, scholarship or something. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, it's, you know, the girl's got talent. Yeah, I'm a fan. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. You know? and then uh, good thing is, if she's a huge success. Steve won't need to be a supervisor forever.
0: <laughs> Go do something else. Yeah, you can just be her manager Move or something. to Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, you know,
1: he's a but it, no, he had a good group. I'm not a big country guy, mm-hmm. so I don't know who these people were, mm-hmm. but everyone else there did. They were pretty big. Okay. I didn't, you know, but, yeah. but they were good. And it was a well-run production. And it's an expensive thing to put on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see he gets criticized a lot. Um, Joel Anderson actually sicked one of his guys on him. Uh, Scott Barnett used to be head of the San Diego Taxpayers Association, works for Anderson. Right. So he's posting about the, you know, the guy giving away a million bucks or whatever is to, to – uh, Children's Hospital over 20 years, mm-hmm. and he gets criticized because he didn't give away enough. So, right. And he's not making money off that concert. I mean, he's not making a dime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I can add real quick.
0: And okay. those productions cost money. Yeah, those artists need to be paid.
1: And he's always, well, I don't know if he has to pay them their, their full fee, but he has to get them there, and he has to house them, and he has to feed them. Right. And, you know, and he had a hell of an auction. I mean, he auctioned off a trip to Africa. I mean, he had some really? good stuff. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, the usual. But, you he—, uh, he um,
0: Did he do know. the thing after the concert where they all go outside and Silent sing, Night. Do Silent yeah. Night? I, I heard that's really special. It's powerful.
1: Yeah. It was very pretty. It's a good—you know, it's cold. God, it was cold. <laughs> we went on the Friday night. Friday night wasn't sold out. Saturday night is apparently a, a blowout sellout every year. Right. You know, Friday night was probably two-thirds full. But, you know, that's he does it. That's pretty good. Yeah, but he does it. You know, and, uh, you know, people are taking shots at the guy, but they're not doing anything. <laughs> and he's doing something. So it's like... The keyboard warriors. Well, you, you, democ- participatory democracy requires more than sitting at your keyboard. Right. It, it requires your physical participation and sure. study. And, you, know, you you read this stuff. Yeah. You know what goes on. Yeah. I've contacted a, a, a few of my would-be opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, and generally... I've, I've turned most of them. Um, hmm. it, it, um, it it's an effort. Uh, you know, you have to get through a lot of stuff to get. We there, just got
0: to. You just got to tell the story. Put the facts on the table. What do you want to do? Right.
1: I mean, I asked one of the leaders in South Poway. Okay, you want the devil you know or the devil you don't know? That's really mm-hmm. kind of your decision at this point. Right. And it's like. Eh. You know that makes it hard for them, and I I respect that. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're honestly anti anything, I I can respect that. I don't think you're necessarily correct, but you mm-hmm. know, I'm not going to argue with you. You know, I've had a couple of women yell at me about the pro. I go, well, you vote no, right? But don't yell at me anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do, and you're going to vote no. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, best I can do for you today. So, mm-hmm. but it's a. I'm getting to know a lot of people. Mm. That's kind of interesting. That's good. Well, the Poway generally are very nice people. Yeah. You know, you know when we walk into the, fan, the, the the meetings with, you know, the 30 to 70, 80 people, generally we walk out with 90, 95% support. Right on. Mm. Well, they they just want to hear about it.
0: Yeah. They're naturally curious. They support their community.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. We had an argument at the one where I fired myself a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um Well, not everybody fires themselves, but we had an argument because one guy wanted more affordable housing, cheaper housing. Yeah. And the neighbors started, no, we don't. We want, no, we got to raise our property value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people are worried about themselves, which makes sense. Well, yeah. You know, like I said, I would love to build a larger project with smaller houses. Right. But it would never get approved. I mean, it wouldn't. If If I proposed 12 to 1600 square foot homes and 500 of them that would house families It would never get approved. Right. Right. I mean, no chance. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I'm smart enough to know not to put my head on my own chopping block. Right. I may have anyway, but we'll (laughs) find out. All you can do is find out. Are you
0: optimistic this is going to pass? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I am. Yeah. I may be stupid, but I get good reactions. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not running a a high-end campaign. We're going to knock on doors. So after April— Or whenever we get approved, if we get approved by the council, we start walking.
0: So the approval from the council is just to get on the ballot. Yeah. Right. Well, and
1: also they approve the project.
0: Ah, that's right. So it's approved in advance.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But that gives the
1: voters certainty because the council isn't going to be looking at it after they approve it. Right. So there's none of this conspiracy theory that oh McNamara's got him in his pocket. He gave him 100 bucks each. He owns them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that logic. But, you know, and I haven't given them all 100 bucks. Right. But, you know, it's like, you know, here you go. But I think if you've got the guts to get into the uh the ring, you, know, you
0: should be respected. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, I was, well, that's a Teddy Roosevelt quote, right? Getting into the arena, you know, the dirt, the sweat, I can't remember how it goes. Well,
1: they get ripped for getting in the arena now. It's like, at least screw up before you get ripped, you
0: know? Yeah. And then the, um, what was I going to tell you? um,
1: It seems like you win the election and you lose your life and all respect almost immediately. When you and I were kids, I looked up. One of my buddies' father was the mayor of San Mateo where I was raised. Nice. I thought it was Cool. Yeah. You know, and we had the—I met my congressman once. And I thought that was cool. Now it's like, you know, middle finger the day you get elected. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, it, well, that's yeah. just the
0: divisiveness of politics over the last 10, 20 years. It's, everything's changed. Well, I laugh when I found out
1: that uh, this week the Obamas and the Trumps tied as as most admired.
0: Yeah, they did. And that tells you all you need to know yeah. about where we are. Yeah. A tie? Yeah, a tie. uh, Yeah, that was something else. That was surprising. Yeah, it was. Wow.
1: But then, uh, no. So we'll, you know, we'll proceed blissfully. Mm -hmm. We're not going to buy the election. I mean, I've I talked to all the political guys in town, Mm -hmm. and um, I mean, the prices went from two hundred thousand to a million and a half dollars to run a campaign. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I look, this is Poway, folks. Yeah. We're knocking on doors. How much will it cost me to hire and train the best walkers you've ever seen? Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> well, no, you got to do TV. I got no, I don't. TV? Yeah. I'm not going on Carl DeMaio. Right. I'm not doing radio ads. We'll do a couple of mailers. Mm-hmm. We got flyers. We're going to have a slew of walkers. I've got a guy named Carl Rossi who lives on Tam mm-hmm. and John Corvette okay. who lives up top. Yeah. They want to both help me run the campaign. Oh, right on. No, and I got a bunch of guys from the chateaus, older guys who want to walk for me. Okay. I've got um, my own friends yeah. and kids. Sure. Uh, neighborhood kids that are high school and college age who want to help me out. Yeah. And um, I, if we could do this almost like a friends and family deal, because I've got a wife and a daughter and a grandson, and then my son and his wife. So I got like five in-house slaves. <laughs> <laughs> They'll work for me. Right. You know, I told them, I'll take you on a vacation. You know, yeah. if, if this wins, yeah, because I'm not taking a vacation this year. You know, well, I, you can't. You no, gotta, I took a week last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, I took a week. We went to Tahoe. I come home. I have a heart attack. Oh. That was great fun. Uh-huh. Then I'm down for two months because I got I had complications. Mm-hmm. I threw an embolism uh-huh. and I got pneumonia. It wasn't a good. Uh-huh. It wasn't a good two months. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Be sorry if I'm not fine. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, one of my friends passed away while well, I was sick. He had a heart attack and just dropped, you know, and, uh, you know, and he's a great guy. Great. He lives down the street from us. Mm-hmm. Jerry Faust. I don't know if you knew Jerry. No. Great guy. He's got the Pond House. Oh, I thought that. That's a special place. He's a special guy. His voice is special. He was, he's one of those people I would, I would love to have been able to spend 10 more years and become better friends. Really? He a Real smart guy. Wow. I mean, he just had it all. He and I became friends arguing on the internet. Against the guys on Stone Ridge. Last one was on the ballot. Ah, yeah. Because I was reading this stuff and it was, you guys aren't, this is not how it works, guys. <laughs> That's what I went on and I, I debated Brian Edmondson on Channel 4, which was, you know, not my, my, or not, definitely not his finest moment. But it was a waste of time because nobody sees the debates. Right. But um, the misinformation was phenomenal. And, you know, Jerry and I are facts guys. He's a business consultant like you, PhD. We're just just the facts, folks. This can be worked. But, you know, people didn't want to work it either. Wow. Well, Schlesinger
0: created his own universe. Well, it became personal, you know, the, the last to vote. It wasn't so much about the facts of the project. One of my friends
1: told me he's not going to vote for it because he doesn't want Schlesinger to make any money.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of
1: that. And I said, well, no offense. What about me? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he, you know, uh but he didn't we you know he didn't want Michael to make any money. And I go, Well he's not you know, no one's getting rich off this, but he's still gonna own the land. So right. ultimately he's gonna make his money. And he sold Escondido already. Right. So he's already made enough money to make me happy for twenty lifetimes. Right. And then he's got all his other stuff he's done. And I mean the guy's the guy's done well. I yeah. mean and I don't begrudge people for doing well. That's kinda like why you get up in the morning and go to work. Right. So you know, but he didn't want him to make any money. And I go, well, you know, he bought the loan. We didn't. Right. I would have loved to have bought that portfolio of loans. I mean, you make a you make millions just by buying it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, that's just the American way. Right. It's uncomfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, but he was a little too aggressive early on. Mm-hmm. He isn't a big, big on
0: personal PR, apparently.
3: Yeah.
1: That's why he struck me.
3: Yeah. It,
0: it, well, I'm hoping that... The the vote in November of this year, it's 2020 already. I'm hoping that the vote isn't personalized like the last one was. I'm hoping it's, you know, it's about the facts. It's about what this development is about, you know, the, 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 the housing, the agriculture, the open space, and then people can either just say yay or nay, you know? Well, yeah, and I'm putting, I'm taking the trust out of it.
1: Yeah, I'm the guy. So the people in Poway who know me, you know, Okay, McNamara's a good guy; we can trust him. But there's no trust involved. When this is done in November, it's done. It'll be—I mean, it'll be like the Ten Commandments. It'll be chiseled in stone. And I can't change anything. The City can't change anything. I'm pulling the rug out from the voters, right? So it's no bait and switch. No, and the voters yeah. won't be approached ever for an additional condominium. Mm-hmm. So it takes all that out of it. And if the agricultural doesn't work, it'll work because we'll plant something else. I can okay. always do a tree farm, not Christmas trees, but something else. Right. We've looked at other options. Right. I mean, there's a million options. Well, there the, are now new options. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> there's options for everything. Yes, there are. And there's a consultant to help you find them. I'm sure there are. And there's consultants to help you do something with them. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But the, I, the part I like the most is the community gardens. Because, like, with the churches and stuff, and we'll be able to help the homeless a bit, I would think. There'll nice. be plenty of extra food. You can only eat so many tomatoes. And if the people wandering around the past start picking the fruit, because we're having a fruit garden, fruit right. tree area and all that, you know, who cares? Right. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, this isn't like stealing the fruit from my yard. Right. Which I understand people get mad about that. Yeah. But, you know, if it's kids stealing my fruit, I'm fine. If it's adults, I'm not happy.
0: Right. From your yard. Yeah. But this is out in the, in the, in the it's, community it's space.
4: Public.
1: And, you it's know, help public. yourself. Yeah. You know, at the, uh, so that's, a, <clears throat> I, that's the best I can offer. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what else I can do. Mm-hmm. So we'll be knocking on doors. We'll be passing out my monarch butterflies.
0: And wh- when will that start, the door knocking? Probably in the summer? Uh, April. In April,
1: right away. We're going to do April, May, June, and then take July to the middle of August off. Mm -hmm. because Poway dies. Well, yeah. It's 95 degrees, too. Yeah. I don't want to walk in a 95 degree. No, not at all. But then when school comes back in August, then it's full bore up through November. Yeah, right to the finish line. But I figure a six-week break won't hurt us. No. And uh, there's oversaturation, too. If we hit it every house twice, we've done pretty well.
0: Yeah, that's, that, what, that's, that's a remarkable that. feat. Mayor Voss has been very successful with knocking on doors, but it takes a great deal of effort. you got to have an army. So was Dave Grosh.
1: Yeah. When he ran, uh, yeah, he was very good at knocking on doors. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a lot easier. Well, not the mayor, but everybody else has a lot easier now with the districts. Oh, no doubt. Huh. No doubt. Yeah, it was kind of like, I didn't, I mean, I understand Trying to get in sync on the campaign contribution rules and the other rules and stuff with yeah. the city council meetings to a point, but also understand if you don't have to go to fifteen thousand houses now, you only have to go to three thousand to win. You really don't need much money. True. I mean, you really don't. You're right. And the city council, yeah, it looked like they've got good, good candidates coming up. You know, I know some of the guys who are interested in running. Mm-hmm. I was. I got to tell you, in all honesty, I was very disappointed in the last election. The quality of the candidates wasn't what I was hoping for. Mm -hmm. They they should have been better informed. They should have done their homework better. Hopefully Mm -hmm. they do before the next election. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't help us to have unqualified people win. Right. Right. We've got a lot. There's a lot going on in this town. Well, yeah, right now especially. Yeah. 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 And so we've, we've got to navigate you know, and if anything goes south on one of these projects on Poway Road, you got to have a group that's ready.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Well, like you know, I've always said this: is that all the political candidates are welcome to be a guest on this podcast. So uh, we get into uh, doing good.
1: Uh, the just to learn. I mean, they've mm-hmm. got to learn. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it, uh, it. It there was a lot of, you know, misinformation. You know, one of the guys wanted a bunch of five acre parks. Well, you don't have five a- acres left in this town, right? There just aren't there. So what do you? you, you Got to come up with a little bit better concept. Sure. Um, you know, I, um, I would like to see Community Park gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It should be the jewel of the city. Right. You know, but, you know, they they passed something, I think, last council meeting to start doing a study on Community Park. Good. And Chris, the new city manager, being a park and rec guy, this is a perfect opportunity Yeah, for right
0: us. in his wheelhouse. Right there. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things. But, you know, the, the fact of life is— our streets are paved. Our garbage gets picked up. Our budget's balanced. I mean, is, that is not a problem in this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really isn't. And so I can live here for a long time. I plan on spending the rest of my life around the corner from you. Right on. We're not moving. I mean, where, where do we go? Plus, my wife already rebuilt our house. So she's, she loves it. So, you know, my grandkids live one mile away. That's a dream. Having your grandkids a mile away is, is is spectacular. That's unbelievable. Yeah, they're at my house right now. Beautiful napping. They had a leak, but they're uh, it, no. They I, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. That How old way. are they? Um, the, these three are uh, four and a half, two and a half, and one.
0: That's special. Oh, no, they're, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all over us. I mean, it's a, it, it's just the greatest time. I and mean, you of have life. an advantage as a grandparent too, so you can. Have the, the special moments
1: <laughs> well they, they love us, I mean they adore us, my grandson, and the granddaughters you know they they're just they, they're happier in hell to see me when they see us. We have a great time, yeah um you only have i think these days to like fifth sixth grade to really impact them yeah then they're they're gone, the yeah, media takes over, their friends take over, yeah. social media yeah I, I am so glad that didn't exist when I had my kids. Right. They had their phones, but we always had the rule where the phones were set down, turned off, and they're on the buffet. We're having dinner. Right. Their friends had come over, and it was great watching the teenagers twitch. <laughs> they didn't have their phone. <laughs> uh, but no, there were no phones. Right. And it was not, you know, it was a it was Sunday night. Everybody, our rule has always been Sunday dinner, we're having dinner here. You're not skipping out. And we ended up having armies. At our house on Sunday night, because all the kids liked it. Beautiful, but that's the way Poway is. Yeah, and it, it you know you you want to support that as much as you possibly can because it's it's just you raise smarter, healthier kids. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, socially acceptable. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So,
0: but it's all good. So, man, Kim, we we've covered a lot of ground. This has actually gone. I don't know what time it is. It's gone fast. I don't know, how how long how long are we into the seek? Two hours? Two twelve. Two twelve. Really. Do you huh? edit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, oh. my, my policy also when I do this podcast, we just trim the little bit of extras on the beginning and the end, but the whole inside. We're not going to cut not. it. No, think, it's a
1: good podcast.
0: And we'll, we'll overlay, um, you know, some of the, the photography um, in the appropriate parts of this recording. No, I like the one on mindfulness. The, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I practice meditation and mindfulness. Yeah. I mean, it, but I've learned, I'm watching my two and a half year old grandson. Yeah, That's mindfulness in action. Because mm. they don't care about anything, they live for the moment. Yeah, they do, and they've got it down cold. And we lose that as we get older. But when my back was real bad, I mean, I was in agony, mm. and um, that stuff helps a, a huge. It's yeah. very powerful. It, 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 you can you can utilize it, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's something that people should look at. Yeah, you know, and it's like the
0: uh, I can't help you with the bowling alley though. <laughs> Still, it feels like a harkening back to an old era, you know. Bowling when you're in eighth grade, ninth grade, that's your night out. Yeah, true. That's
1: a fir- That's where kids learned how to smoke when I was young. <laughs> They'd sneak outside. I mean, you'd flirt with the girls. I mean, it was you were, you know. I was a Catholic school kid, so we weren't allowed to do much. Right, but you could go bowling. Nine o'clock. Of course, you were home, but you know, you still. Um, and uh, you, there is nothing to do in this town for the kids. Yeah, it never that's has true. been. Mm-hmm. But I hearken back when I was a teenager. There was nothing to do anywhere anyway. We used to spend Saturday night when we had cars driving
0: around. Just cruise the El Camino.
1: A&W Rupier. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah, That was it. I mean, yeah. it was, there was nothing else. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, adolescence is hard because there's nothing to do. And what the kids want to do, you don't want them to do. So, right. yeah, you know, it's a, it's a tough period of life. But a bowling alley isn't going to solve the problem. It is something mm-hmm. but you don't have those big rec centers anymore malibu Malibu Grand Prix was a land bank deal. That's mm-hmm. all they did. They utilized it so they could sell the land. Miniature golf is wonderfully good fun when you're on vacation, but you don't play it a lot right you know? so mm-hmm. it's you know i've I've looked at all that stuff i mean there's ways to make money on land or to at least pay your taxes mm-hmm. and uh, I even looked at doing some Rube Goldberg type things in old Poway to make it more entertaining. Rube Goldberg, tell me, what do you mean? The butterfly lands on your microphone. The microphone falls down, hits the water glass. Ah. The water glass spills over, electrocutes you. Okay. Yeah, no, those kind of things. Okay. I even looked at putting in a train outside up on the roof. Ah. No, I look, I'm crazy. I I I, I look at things differently than other people sometimes. But if they work, they're fun. Right, yeah, and if the farm works it 'll be it 'll be pretty spectacular, yeah, yeah it 'll be a good place to live
0: well, the whole notion of this agri-hood idea it sounds interesting um, and it 's you know because of the golf industry and the way it 's changing it 's becoming a trend um, <clears throat> i 'm interested to see how this rolls out.
1: Well, I got lucky finding the farmscapes people because the agri-hood that i i you know like to say i modeled it on mm-hmm. doesn 't exist um it was a concept in Gilbert Arizona that doesn't work as well as this is going to work it's it's bigger community much smaller gardens no public gardens nothing grown for farm to table meals so we're going to use all the, utilize all this like people say well, what if the butterfly farm goes broke i got i got two more acres i can plant <laughs> yeah I got an orchard. I got a garden. It's an educational zone. That's, right. how we're, that's how we're solving these problems. Right. There'll be an educational overlay. So whatever goes on on that piece of dirt, that two acres, will have to be related to education. That's a little bit of a give back, right? Well, it's, it's how you control it so you can't put the condo on it. Right. Or say it's going to be, okay, we're doing a bait and switch. Right. If I pull one bait and switch, yeah, it's my reputation. Right. And I live here. Right. <laughs> yeah, you do.
4: Yeah, and I'm not going
1: anywhere. <laughs> right. My grandkids are a mile away. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I've got to. You know. Yeah. You know, and it. Uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a big risk for us, but it's um it, it it's what I've always done. You know, everything I've done in business has been a big risk. Right. So it's just it's it's how I live. It's why I had the heart attack probably. <laughs> it's what you do. I mean, yeah. You know, I've had friends who you know. They wanted to get into the business and real estate and do the LLCs. And I said, Well, the only thing I do is guarantee the loans. <gasps> I can't do that. I mean, I was $50 million in debt at one point, sixty million million in debt. Right. What the hell? <laughs> told the bank, What are you going to do? Take it all. Right. Good luck. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's, uh, it's what you have to do when you're starting out. You have, you have to guarantee the loans. Right. You know, I'm going to have to guarantee some stuff on this one that's going to be pretty intense too. Sure. But, you know, fortunately, I can do it.
0: Right. So just knock on wood that it works. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, What else? The, I think this has been a great conversation. I've learned a lot um, with what you're doing at the project. I hope our listeners and viewers learned a lot, um, learned about you, learned about you know the the farm in Poway. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see how this rolls out. I only need uh,
1: 13%. That's the way I look at it. He lost 60. Schaefer lost 62. 38. So I only need to convince 30, 20 percent of the people who voted against it to vote for it. Mm. 50.01 is all I need. Okay. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm greedy, but I'm not that greedy. So we're just going to work it, and we're going to be, uh, we're going to be knocking on every registered voter's door in Poway at least once, probably twice. That's right the on. plan. Okay. I'll spend the money for that. Well, it's fair. You get the word out, right? Like I told the guys. Well, what do you do? I go. We're going to clip the butterfly and my business card on him. Mm-hmm. And if anybody, if if the, if the kids or the adults, whoever's out, if you ask them a question they can't answer, call Kevin, or I'll call him right now. Right. And I can answer the question. So we're not. There's not going to be any of this uh, hyperbole. Let's call it by the the walkers. Like when the petition yeah. gathers, say, oh, we're going to get rid of God.
0: Yeah. No, you're not.
1: <laughs> we're not recalling God this year. Right. You know, no, none of that. You know, it's, it's, it's just going to be the facts.
0: Yeah. So if the, if the person at home, they're talking to the, the the door knocker, the door knocker can't answer a question, or the door knocker says, I want to talk to Kevin, here's the phone. You can get talk you right on the him. phone right there.
1: Yeah. I've published my cell number. It's on our business card. Mm-hmm. That I passed out to everybody. Right. Our, our uh, email is there. Uh, we're going to have the website and the Facebook presence, obviously. Sure, that'll all start in April, right? You know, so we're just lining up our ducks. We uh, timed the GVCA forum for the comment period on the uh, EIR, so everybody will get their chance to comment on the EIR.
0: And what's when's that going to happen?
1: Uh, the GVCA forum is February twenty third, mm-hmm. Painted Rock four to six. Okay, it's a Sunday, but it's you know GVCA set it up, and mm-hmm. I you know I think Sunday afternoon in February is pretty calm. Football's over with. Mm. Spring training's just starting. Yeah. Yeah. Bochi retired, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> You're yeah. still tight with Bruce, right? Oh, yeah. He's a great buddy. He's a good man. He's class act. He's, a good, he's as good a friend as you could ever ask for. Yeah, and we've been friends for uh, 35 years.
0: Really? Yeah. So
1: we raise our kids
0: together. Do you think he's really retired or is he going to come back? Both. Huh.
1: He's— Actually, I think it's it's safe to say that the Padres made a run at him, right? I can tell you that. Yeah, um, but he just retired, so he wasn't. You yeah. know, he wants a year off, and uh, but he's settling into the time, and he's got grandkids now too. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, baseball's changed. This analytics stuff is not as fun as what you and I dealt with, right? And um, I don't think he needs the uh, aggravation anymore.
0: Isn't he going to manage a team in France, like a national team? In March in Tucson. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the French team for the World Baseball Championships. Right on. So if he gets lucky and qualifies, he'll be managing next year too.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. We
1: went to France with him um, in '07. Actually, during the fires, we took off the day the fire started. Oh my! Oh, it was funnier than hell. We got to Notre Dame Cathedral in the morning. Uh huh. So it's two a.m. in San Diego, ten o'clock in the morning in Paris. Right. Phones ring. Armageddon. My son's a San Diego firefighter. Yeah. So he called my daughter, and Greg Bochy, and said, get ready to get out. You're being evacuated. Right. What do we take? What do we do? So we told him. Yeah. Four o'clock in the afternoon. So it's now eight in the morning here. We're in the Louvre. We're in the room with the Mona Lisa. <laughs> no cell
3: phones. Oh, yeah.
1: All the phones blow up. We got everything out. We've been evacuated. It's Armageddon. We don't know if the houses are still there. Okay. Let's go outside. We go outside. I think cocktail's in order. We go have a cocktail. We're not coming home. We're on a three-week trip. Right. We're going to go to, you know, Italy and France and Italy. We weren't going home. Right. And uh, so, you know, we didn't know. Bruce and I would go to the internet cafes to see what was going on. And, uh, you know, it— but the, I come home, and on my computer screen is my son and two other guys walking into a 130, 40-foot wall of flame in Ranch Bernardo. Wow. wow. They helped save that 50-unit or 50-building apartment complex mm-hmm. that they were told to get out of. Mm-hmm. And the captain says, no, we're staying. We can save these buildings. And so they did it. And my son was a probationary firefighter in 2007. Wow. So he had just started, just been the academy. He was, you know. So two months later, he's fighting this wall of flames, and I'm going, oh, God, I'm glad I was you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, it's pretty intense during fire season at our house.
3: Yeah. Well, I bet. Yeah. Oh, the poor kid. He uh, he got called up to Chico. Oh, no. Really?
1: In, in September. When yeah. he fires him. So he drove the truck up. He's an engineer now. So he drove the truck all the way to Chico.
0: That was the Paradise Fire, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, no, that was this year. No, this
1: year. This September. Paradise was last year. Okay. I'm getting confused. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this was the one up in Sonoma, Santa Rosa. Uh, ah, yeah, okay. Whole. And that was the morning I had the heart attack. So he ended up driving. He called, found out they were keeping me. So usually now if you get a stent in, they send you home. They were keeping me in ICU for a couple of days because I had these other issues. So he drives home. He gets relieved. Somebody had to drive up from San Diego to relieve him, so he could come home. Drives all night the neck that night to get home to be with mom. Yeah, I felt so bad. Oh. and I'm laying there in morphine. Well, going, what, hey, what are you going to
3: do? Yeah, I'm yeah. not getting up. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: so, but he, uh, no, you know, he's uh, he's done really well. I mean, all my kids have, so we've been lucky. That's great. Yeah, it's all you can ask for. And now I got grandkids. That's special.
0: You got you got any yet? No. My children are 22 and 20. Young.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Take their time. Yeah. Like another eight,
1: ten years before they. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he uh, – but it's – yeah, they're good little kids. Right on. They're a lot of fun. And we had a great Christmas. So it's all good.
0: Well, this I, – I really enjoyed this conversation. Well, we could have had a beer. Chicken we, Charlie's. <laughs> They have a full bar, man. We could have martinis. Oreos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fried Oreos. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're going to Donatopia, Where is that Donatopia, people. LA Fitness Center.
0: Oh, down. Okay, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: you know where Brewskies used to be? Yeah. Right in the next building. Okay, because I see people talking about that place. I'm, I know. We take the grandkids maybe twice a month over to the RB and pick them. They get six donut holes and they're happy. So, I'm, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big donut guy anymore. <laughs> Something happens as you get older. Yeah. They, they cling. They're not part of my diet. Right. Yeah. But uh, no, it's always, Yeah. You know, we used to do that in Penisquitas too. Bruce was involved because we were all neighbors on this one block and all the fathers every Saturday morning. We took all the kids to the donut store, Holly's Donuts and Penasquitas. Mm-hmm. Then we take them to a park. We were heroes. Our wives loved us because they had all Saturday morning. And the kids love you, too. Yeah. the kids, we're having coffee. Yeah. We're sitting on a park bench, you know, doing guy talk. Right. And the kids are traipsing through the park, running off their sugar from their donut (laughs) high. And, uh, you know, but all those kids turned out, they all had good parents and they all turned out to be good kids. Awesome. That's that's why you do this. Right. Yeah. But I've highly recommended to the young fathers that you do donuts on Saturdays. And then family dinners on Sundays. And family. Oh, that's a requirement in life. Yeah. Well, it's the only way to hold it together. Right. You got to have some anchor or right. it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it works if you do it right. And no cell phones at the table. Okay. Just to watch your teenage daughter twitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can't. It's so sad. They can't breathe without looking at a cell phone yeah. anymore. Yeah. No. So if you make them put them on the buffet... Yeah. You know, well, Billy's going to call me. Well, Billy can wait 5 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But yeah, you can do it. There's ways to do everything. But like we'd have hikes. The Boy Scouts could do their 5-mile hike at Stone Ridge the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, four guys up and down those hills twice. That's 7 miles this year, boys. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we all did that. Mm-hmm. Are you Boy Scout? No. Oh, Boy Scouts were fun. But we had to do the 5-mile hike.
0: Mm. But all right. Well, Kevin, thanks for joining us.
1: I think I've emptied out my brain. I,
0: I, you know, I've got to, we got to know you better. I think our, our viewers and listeners got to really know you um, and learn a lot about the project.
1: Well, Stephen Stone, he was pretty funny. Stephen Stone is a guy He's head of GVCA. Yeah. And I will never play poker with. He's a great poker player. Right. face just doesn't give. I mean, he's mm-hmm. very bright, very smart guy, good guy. Um, but he, he called, we were talking one day and goes, I don't understand why these people who think you're in Schlesinger's pocket. He goes, cause more I've gotten to know you, the more I understand that you aren't in anybody's pocket. And I go, right. no, I'm not that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I'll do, I'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. It might hurt me, but I'll tell you the truth. And you know, 19 years of Catholic school. So <laughs> that does it too. <laughs> yes, it does. Catholic guilt's the worst. So it, uh but uh, no, it was pretty funny, but people do think I'm in Schlesinger's pocket and I kind of laugh at that because, mm-hmm. you know, he's got nothing to do with this project. He's uh, just, he, if it gets, if it gets passed, he'll get paid. Right. If it doesn't get passed, he'll, he'll get it back.
3: Right. And I'm not
1: sure he really wants it back, but he's not going to sell it. Like you said, he's perfectly capable of running you over.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, And there's no reason for him to sell it. It's 117 acres in the middle of San Diego County. That's developable land, whether right. people ever vote on it or not. I mean, the state, if the state pulls the FF out, you know, then what does the city do? You know, then, you know, but I tend to think you can trust the council to make the right decisions. Poway City Councils have always been pretty, they've had... Certain weaknesses, let's say, from some members of the council, mm-hmm. but the councils have done a good job, and they are watched in this town.
0: Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, I think they're—they're—you they, know—I think they'll continue to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And as a voter, my my street gets paved, it gets cleaned, my garbage gets picked up, mm-hmm. my water's good. I got no complaints. Right. That's yeah. You know. And the school system's the school system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, hopefully we can all find a way to support it again. And uh, you know, it, uh, it hasn't done itself any favors the last few years, though. Yeah, no. just too bad. Really, too bad. And school boards, though, and I've told this to the school board. Mark Twain once said, "God created idiots, then he created school boards," <laughs> 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 and, and it get very political. And, very, you know, it's, and it's kids. Yeah. But, you know, kids, here's the book. Read it. Right. But like at Poway High now, if you cut class, there's no real penalty. If you don't do your homework, there's no real penalty. Mm-hmm. They don't have to detention anymore, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But when I went to high school, detention was not pretty. No. No. Well, especially
0: if, in a Catholic school. Well, yeah. And if you
1: got in yeah. trouble, you go to the coaches. They always turn the boys over to the coaches. I went to Boys Catholic High School. Mm-hmm. Sarah High. Actually. Sarah High, yeah. Home of Tom Brady, and Barry Bonds, Lynn Swan. And Tom McBreen, Olympic, Olympic, world record holding a 400 meter freestyle. Really? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I swam with him. So he was a friend of mine. He was good. Lynn Swan was a friend of mine in high school. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, Mike Bone, actually, the new AD, he used to belong at USC. Yeah. He used to belong to Stone Ridge. His son and my boy played golf together, and we became good buddies.
0: Didn't Mike Bone do something at San Diego State, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah,
1: he was the AD at State. Yeah, that's, that's how a... I got to know him. Great guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, great guy. And he, uh, like, he's one of my counselors on this project. Like he says, Kevin, you're running for mayor every day. So remember that when you're talking to people. You can't tick them off anymore. I'm good at ticking them off. <laughs> so that's why I'm not the spokesperson, <laughs> which I think is smart. I, I can read the room better. If I'm not having to focus on your questions. Yeah. I can see what's going on over here and here and watch and know who to talk to after the meetings. That's smart. Well, it's it's important. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put out any fires as quickly as I can because you know I'm going to have opposition. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I just don't know if there's going to be money to opposition or just no. You know, And no is not a good enough answer on this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the GVCA is going to do, but I told them going in. No neutrality. That doesn't do this city any good.
0: You need them to take a stand.
1: One way or another. Right. If you want to say no, totally understand. I've lived here 22 years, 23 years now. I understand how GVCA works. But you're in or you're out on this one. And I think they've agreed to, to – uh, they'll take a stand. Good. Yeah.
0: Good. Because they have to represent the community and they've got, to, you they've know, got a endorse it or, They've
1: got a skill set. They can yeah. read the EIR. Yeah, they can ask me any questions they want. Roger Basinger, he's our uh, architect. Yeah, he, he lives up above you, up on top of the hill up here. Okay, in Poway. Walter Musial, the traffic mm-hmm. uh, consultant you talk to. Mm-hmm. He's um, uh, he lives up on top of Martin Coit. Right. Now I've hired as many Poway people as I can. Good. Because well, you got to understand this town. This is not Del Mar, right? Yeah, it it uh, it's not San Diego or Penasquitas or Saber Springs even. It's got its own unique way of thinking, and mm-hmm. you've got to respect that. And mm-hmm. so, but it's like too, and I think it's fair for me to say this. I, hey, Nona, <laughs> I wondered where you went. I had you contact my consultants directly yourself. Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, it, it, I'm an open book on this project. Yeah, you are. You can't do anything in Poway without being an open book. That's right. You know, it's like I've told a city manager the other day, talk to the bank that has the, the the bank owns that Matadi land project. Right. And just tell them to give it to you. You know, they're never going to build anything on it. So why have this festering boil, you know, that, that just incites people in South Poway mm-hmm. for absolutely no good reason because nothing's going to happen on it. Get it. If so, you know, like we gave 80 acres on the gate drive to the city last year. Is open space.
0: That's right. I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, it. It. it we weren't going to be able to build houses on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like here. You know, and um, it made sense. You know, the partners get a write off mm-hmm. and the city gets 80 acres that they needed. They can put trails on. It. They're putting a trail, connecting their trails through it. So right. it's a win for everybody. That's right. You know, and the guy who originally bought it just kind of made a small mistake. Mm-hmm. But that happens
0: in real estate. Right. They're, taking, they're making a bet. Sometimes their bet doesn't pay off. Like smart bets, sir. I think this is a smart bet I made. I think so.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, because the condition of the property is so bad and it's so ugly. I mean, it's a blight in Poway now. Yeah, it is. And then if I can just convince, you know, I'm, I'm targeting South Poway because they were pretty heavy against it last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're feeling threatened right now because of Poway Road. Yeah, you know, like, oh my god, what are you doing to us? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the traffic is traffic, and traffic isn't going to be any worse than it is today. Um there are ways to improve things over time. And newness, you know, like the Ford dealer looked pretty good when it was when he came out of the ground and built that new building. Mm-hmm. It was kind of nice having something new, right? Yeah, you know? and so we'll uh, hopefully the projects will at least the first two will succeed. Mm-hmm. And then you can Wait on the third.
0: Right. Yeah. That's going to be it'll be very interesting to see how Poway Road rolls out over the next five years. Could be exciting. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll be
1: bad, but it could be exciting.
0: And that could be potentially right in parallel with what you're doing. Except we're five miles away and, you know, people,
1: I mean, it's, it's amazing how our neighborhood doesn't go down to Poway Road very much. Mm-hmm. It, it, it shocks my wife that people don't go to Midland. She's got more people on her mailing list from Ramona than she does from North Poway. Really? Yeah. She was going over it because they had to to take down 22 Christmas trees this week and do inventory and then reset up the store for next week because they open up Tuesday again. Right. So, I mean, you know, they're busy women right now. Yeah. And uh, she was going over her mailing list and she was just shocked. Yeah. uh, But it's just how I don't know where people go anymore because I don't shop. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't I don't go anywhere. You just click click and No, I don't even do that. Okay. No, I don't Madeiras occasionally I'll go over there to hit balls and I'll have sales on golf shirts. Right. Costco. I'm big on Kirkland. Yeah. Big time. I, I have Kirkland socks, underwear, jeans,
0: <laughs> shirt. That's yes, I'm wearing Kirkland right now. Everything's Kirkland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like the golf shirts, they last one summer. Well that's all a golf shirt lasts you anyway. Right. Especially here when it's so hot. You can't yeah. ever get the stains out. So it's like, you know, I'm cheap, but I'm also not fashionable. As you can tell, I'm not a fashionista. Mm -hmm. It drives some people nuts. You wear jeans every day? I go, yeah. Why? There's no decisions to be made. It's one less thing I have to think about. Mm -hmm. I put on my, you know, like during the summer, it's shorts, T-shirt, and bare feet. Right on. Oh, when I worked out of the house, God, it was fun. It was so much fun. Because we had this little office with a fireplace so, it was like this type of weather. Okay. I'd fire, wood fire going in my office. Oh, beautiful. Had TV. Yeah. I'm on the phone. My friend's going, Have you even brushed your teeth yet today? <laughs> I go, <mean>, Yeah. <laughs> Have you taken a shower? No. What are you wearing? Shorts, t shirt, bare feet. What are you putting? I go, I'm putting a deal together. <laughs> <laughs> they still had their ties on. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So, it was fun. But, uh, you yeah, know, we've been lucky. Good for you.
0: So, well, hey, thanks, Kevin. Thanks, John. Th- thanks no, I for appreciate being, it. Yeah. I really do. And hundredth, um, number one hundred. That's a
1: an, that's an accomplishment all on its own. I think so. Yeah. No, it really is. It's it's very cool, and it, it it's inter- you're doing a service to the community that more people. I mean, I know an hour is too long to sit and you know people you know, they'll fast forward right. But the um, you've had some interesting people on this that had different perspectives on things. And Poway, you know, Poway's our town. That makes it important. Mm -hmm. And it's a small little town. Right. I mean, maybe 45,000 people, but it's it's a small town. And everybody pretty much knows what's going on if they pay attention. And you're filling in the holes, which are important. And especially with these council people, they can't just sit here and rant with you because you know enough to get back and ask them real questions. Mm-hmm. So they have to. They, you know, hopefully, they get prepared because you know if if, if um, I know they're after Kalyn. Oh yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but she's actually doing a pretty good job, mm-hmm. and
0: she's uh, she stepped up on the water thing. She was a, she was very publicly engaged mm-hmm. on social media. Yes, um, and I thought that was good because sometimes our council members are a little bit. I know what's a calculating on how they engage with you, uh, well, people all on social so media. Old. We don't know social media. Ah, uh,
1: okay. You there think you go. About it. We're, we that council's old. Yeah, you're right. I think Steve's the youngest one. It's Kalen's the youngest one, but then Steve's the youngest guy in the council. Right. Yeah. You know, and as time goes on, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I think somebody will run for Dave's seat. Right. You know, in a couple of years. Um, I know a couple of guys who want to run for John's seat,
4: mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> and they're they're sharp. Good. Um, uh, Barry, I don't know if he's going to run again or not yet, but he's got this guy, Phil Factor, running against him. Right. Um, but Phil's got a big learning curve still ahead of him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You know, he tried on the food deal. He tried. Mm-hmm. You know, it— um, um, but it was kind of a conflict with the Chambers deal, and, you know. Yeah. But he tried, you know, yeah, and he he's running them. for office. So a candidate's got to try everything they can. That's right. Yeah. It, uh, but I did. I did hear from the waitresses that people were spending money and tipping big. Yeah, that's good. That's, cool. that's, the kind of, that's the kind of town we are, though. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, we don't whine. We just fix it and move on.
0: Right. And that's cool.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So hopefully
0: we continue that. I, I think we will. And, and i the a, farm. <laughs> we can do maybe a live bo- a podcast from the farm at some point. During be, construction. Yeah, we should. That'd be a lot of fun. That'll be episode maybe 200 or well, 300. We have to dynamite the rocks. Oh, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, but they don't make as much. We, have, we had a consultant for that too. A dynamite consultant? And a noise consultant just for the dynamite. Really? But what they do is they bore holes. Uh, and it's small charges right. and
0: they crack. Well, this is like the
1: miners. Yeah, it? they crack. They yeah. don't blow them up. I yeah. kind of was hoping we'd be blowing <laughs> stuff up. I wanted to see a 4th of July party in Poway. Yeah. You know how many guys would show up if I said, we're going to be blowing up the rocks in Stone Ridge? Oh, yeah. It'd be fun. It'd be a party. But the um, no, we're just going to crack them. But then I'm, I'm actually talking to some of the rock companies. Is there a way you guys can haul these things out of here? Right. This time? Because they're big. They might be too big. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like the trees. I hate to see him die. There was one magnolia that was a specimen on the main drive. Beautiful tree, beautiful tree. But some guy had to get his spray paint, and he ah uh, really? Yeah, the obscenity on the trunk. Like what did
0: you know? What did you prove? Uh, yeah, what that doesn't make any sense. I mean, did they think Schlesinger actually comes down here and looks at his land? Oh, it was like someone trying to tell off Schlesinger. Yeah, it was not the, just
1: some the F punk, word. The F you know? word. No, it was a man. It was not a punk's writing. This was an adult who wrote on that tree. Really? Yeah, and I just yeah, that that stuff bothers me. Yeah, that's just beautiful magnolia tree. Come on, train. yeah, yeah, you know. And then, um, but that place is a mess. That
3: I saw pictures of the
0: um, the clubhouse and the pool, and you had graffiti and oh, it's a mess. Yeah, it is. No, the clubhouse. I mean it.
1: Uh, but we we'll, we're gonna drone it again. Drone's one of my best ads. Take a look at this on YouTube, folks. Yeah, I mean, this is what it looks Do like. Do you
0: know um, Robin Mueller? Uh, yeah, yeah. So he he has like a little drone business for real estate. Does he? And he um, recently posted on South Poway votes um, the mm-hmm. drone over uh, um, the outpost. The outpost. I saw and, that. And then your your other project, you know, the special needs project. Oh, the
1: yeah I Villa Devita.
0: Villa Devita. I always never quite say that. No,
1: that part. was a good project. That was a fun one to work on. Yeah. And, you know, John Mullen, uh, the council stepped up, but John really stepped up and and took the lead for the council on that project. Yeah. And uh, Diane Jacobs stepped up and Steve stepped up. Yeah. And, um, you know, we got something that hasn't ever been done in this county done. And it's only 50 rooms. Yeah. But, you know, there's a huge need in the challenge community. And Sue, I bet you stepped up too. Oh, Sue was big time. Yeah. Oh, she's still stepping up. Yeah, right on. Yeah. (laughs) She's so funny. She gets... She gets her a bone and she'll chew that thing. I mean, you're whimpering in pain and she's still <laughs> chewing on your leg. Right. I love her. But she's, I mean, she's become a good friend. Yeah. Um, and she's the one who dragged us into the working with the challenge. She dragged my wife down to Poway Valley therapeutic or the POVA, the therapeutic riding. Right. And my wife and daughter both started volunteering and, you know, because we don't have any challenge in our family. We're very lucky. Yeah. And... um yeah, you know, we could have done one though. I kind of look at it, and we would have been good parents, but we weren't. So uh, they got us involved. So uh, Villa De Vita, you know, became kind of a, uh, a labor of love for us. Nice, but we got it done. Good. So it'll be good. And uh, the people who are running it are going to are very talented, and they're going to do mercy housing. that's very good at what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Actually, you'll like this one. My high school girlfriend, my senior year in high school. Lovely young lady at the time named Amy Bailey, mm. on senior cut day from Sarah High School, told me she was going to be a nun. Hmm. I get a lot of grief for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Did you switch her over? So it was mere God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She went with God, but um, she actually runs Mercy Housing. So she's running the Villa De Vita project. Really? We, we hadn't seen each other in fifty years. Wow. That was fun. Because she was a very nice girl, and yeah. you know, We were Catholic kids, so we, you know, we weren't. Passionate. Did she go to Mercy, or she but, went to Mercy and yeah. became a Mercy nun? Yeah. But you know, she was a great girlfriend at the time. So yeah. It was a good relationship, and so it was fun seeing her, and then doing this, and then I'm finding out what else Mercy can do because Mercy can do vet housing. Yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of capabilities, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, we can. There are ways to weasel you in on stuff in this town. <laughs> well, no, I mean, the, the, uh, Habitat blew it mm-hmm. on the vet housing. They just blew it. I mean, it was right, a horrible performance. And uh, the council wasn't as supportive maybe as they could have been. And Steve got himself in a bit of a ringer because he promised he'd come up with a solution that hasn't been forthcoming yet. Right. you know. And I've told him, you've got to find a developer and just build it at Twin Peaks. It's a low-income housing project. It's not going to change. You're going to have to build it somewhere. Just find a good one and build a quality project. Get it over with. The neighbors got incited, but you know what? That's what it is, guys. I've got a vacant lot across the street from my house. Now, if a guy comes in and buys it, he's going to build a house. Mm -hmm. I can't tell him, no, you can't build a house because I'd rather have a vacant lot. Right. Mm Yeah. So Dave and I, Dave Grush and I became friends over the Walmart issue because I owned the center. Uh Uh-huh. And- You know, knew what Walmart was doing. I said, Dave, you got enough room to add a third bedroom, fourth bedroom to your house? Well, you, okay. Then you can do it. No one could tell you no. It's the same thing with Walmart. Right. It's property rights. Yeah. And then the guy who owned the vegetable store, you know, that cutesy little building behind Uh, Walmart. Yeah, by the post office. On Midland. Yeah. Yeah. He had autistic kids, two autistic sons, I think it was. He built the house. We call it the Knottsbury Farmhouse. It's down off Valley Verde, over, and it's got you've got the ho the horse the horse stable there where the woman teaches horses. It's across mm-hmm. the street, but he built that and it's got all these cute buildings and it looks like Knottsbury Farm. Yeah, but that's because his sons would look at stuff and get entranced by it and they ah. respond to it. So he built that cutesy little vegetable thing. For his sons. Nice. So his wife could bring him down there in a whole bit. But it turned out he had a huge produce business in LA. Huge. Mm. Like hundred and some odd thousand square feet. So this was just a labor of love. So Walmart approached me about buying the corner and they approached him about buying the other corner and he was happy to sell. Right. I was asking for an outrageous price. And, you know, so I didn't sell. He did. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, even Walmart's been great to deal with. Great to deal with. It's a, uh,
0: you know, it's kind of, I was a little afraid
1: to deal with Walmart. Do
0: you own the, the buildings or do you own the land too? Both. Both. Yeah. But, but only on that portion of the, the lot. shadow
1: anchored. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Walmart owns their center. Right. Yeah. That's how they do it. Mm-hmm.
1: And No offense. They're Walmart. I'm not. <laughs> they should. <laughs> right. They right. make more money in a minute than I do in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. so it's been a, you know, old Poway was a labor of love for my wife. She really had fun. And then we housed our companies in there. Right. Yeah. So we took up vacant space and we raised the rents and we made some good money off of it. And my partners were real happy with it. You know, but uh, old power, you know, it's going through its changes now. So hopefully it works. Yeah.
0: I want to go check out that
1: smoking Jays. That, you know, you want to get shocked going to the meat market next door to him. That guy's got, I want to say this. Correctly, like the best organic beef made in the United States, but it's like a forty-five, fifty-dollar ribeye. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't say buy it. I said check it out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, but nice guy. I just, I mean, the Smoking J uses his meat on their barbecue. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I used to have the ranch in Montana, so I understand cattle. Right. So I was checking out. Go. What the heck? Because I looked at buying the fancy cows, way you, mm-hmm. but it's a big fraud. It's a big fraud. You Mm -hmm. take your Wagyu bull and you breed it with an Angus heifer. Great. Right. Yeah. You've got a golden doodle. Yeah. (laughs) But they say it's better meat and it's really not. So it's just meat. But they got some stuff going on down there. So hopefully
0: it works for them. Good. It's real estate. You never know. Wow. We need to wrap this up, man. We've been going. I'm going to release thousands of monarch butterflies in your yards. Yeah, this is going to be great. There was, remember there was a monarch butterfly deal was going on like about a year ago, remember? Painted ladies. Is that what they were? That's what the swarms? Yeah. Hundreds of thousands.
1: Yeah, yeah. Those were painted ladies. Those were the little moth-like ones. Right. These. Those and swallowtails are God's gift to the world. These are the, most, these, these are the ones that hang from the eucalyptus trees. In Pacific Grove in Mexico, they used to have hundreds and thousands of them hanging from the trees, really oh, it's the prettiest thing you've ever seen. I mean monarch on top of monarch, I mean just hanging there and uh you know resting on their on their flight from South America
0: to Canada.
3: My God, these a
0: tough little bug yeah yeah How, Is there a potential that they could like they'll leave the property right? they're going to be all over. All over town, they're free range. The ones that get out are free range. Like we, right? we we have
1: beehives at our ranch. We yeah. be, we used to have beehives, and I guess the good new. I the sold it in June, so the guy who hasn't, you know, he mm-hmm. he has beehives now. And um, I used to laugh because we'd label them every year, you know, from our free range bees. That's what we called them. That's funny. Yeah, and it's great honey. Oh, I'll bet. Well, Montana clover. Beautiful. Yeah. So, but it, uh, you know. Oh well, you don't mm-hmm. have many butterflies in Montana. It's too
0: cold. I was just there uh, in September. You were in Bozeman. In Bozeman and Butte. Mm-hmm. And my I have a family history in Butte. I have relatives buried in Butte. Yeah, as do I. All the relatives, all the guys came from Ireland. Yes, mm-hmm. and they worked in the mines, and then they moved to San Francisco. Where's your? Fa- do you know where your your grandparents are from? Um, they're from, uh, um, uh, yeah, like uh, Munster and uh, Cork. Okay, yeah, we're Mayo
1: where Mayo and Alahees, where the copper mine was in Ireland, in southeast or south southwest corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where my grandfather, my mom's side, came from. Mm-hmm. And so he comes all the way over here and he ends up in Butte, mm-hmm. you know, and he gets sick. And then they opened up the reservation lands. On northwest Montana because uh-huh. they're trying to populate the state. Right. So the coal, the miners went over there, the Germans, the Mormons, and the Catholics, the Irish. And they all had black long. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they went to Canada to mine because they thought it was a better ventilation. Right. And uh, then he died on what used to be the front porch of the house, the back porch of the house. Wow. He had to sleep outside because he couldn't breathe. Wow. And uh, he hand dug 186 foot deep well. Whoa. This is when men were men. This wow. This is not me. This was my grandfather. Wow. 186 foot by hand with a six-year-old kid on a mule hauling up the buckets of dirt.
3: Holy crap.
1: These guys were tough. Yeah. Yeah. Different world. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, right. but it, uh, yeah, so I, I haven't been there yet, but uh, I'll go someday.
0: Yeah. It was something. It was an interesting trip. I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah.
1: I've been to Butte and had a beer. I have been to Alley's. Mm. Butte's a cool town. It is. Butte has the biggest St. Patrick's Day in the country.
0: Oh, I believe one it. of them. it's huge. Yeah, it's enormous. A huge Irish uh, history there, and then yeah, my relatives are buried at St. Patrick's yes. Cemetery. We, we're in the same hole.
1: <laughs> and University of Montana teaches Gaelic. They do really. Yes, cool. No, it's still it's a very Irish state. Still, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't think of Montana like that, right? Yeah, but it. it, it And uh, it is the last great place. It really is, except for the damn Californians are going up there. And it's just (laughs) –
0: Bozeman, they're going to destroy it. Bozeman's a special town. The downtown there reminded me of downtown San Luis Obispo, you know, which is kind of – trendy, hip. Yeah. yeah.
1: Patio restaurants, which I'm hoping for Poway Road. Yeah. Like if you go to any of the coastal towns here now, they've all revamped their downtowns over the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. They're all – they're cooler. Yeah, they and are they're prettier. Yeah, and I I don't think it would hurt Poway to have a little cool and a little pretty. I agree. I mean, it would you know, let alone a couple of decent restaurants. <laughs> I mean, we have Villa Capri, that's like the best one in town.
0: Yeah, that's like a, a hidden gem. You know, it
1: is. And then you got Kaminsky's. Yeah, and mainstream, and yeah. and there just aren't there isn't a lot of fine dining or or uh, the Frank Ghost, is that the one on the east end of Poway Road, the breakfast lunch place. Yeah, I don't know. That's the new one. Okay. That's pretty good. I mean, really good. And and, then you got the hamburger factory, which is a staple. Right. You know, Madeira stopped having their Wednesday night dinners. Really? Yeah. Mm. But no one knew that Madeira was public. That was their problem. Mm. Yeah. But they used to have good hamburger nights. But the um, power could use a little upgrading. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For
0: sure. And then more options, right?
1: Well, one of the problems they're going to have is the guys on Poway Road think their land's now worth a fortune. And the economics, it's worth what it's worth. That's all. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing – you can't – you know, like $15 million bowling alley, no. Right. But thats I understand how that works. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the rest of it, uh, hopefully, you know, the woodpile – yeah, you know, but the one yeah. guy thinks it's is
0: worth five times more more than it's worth. Yeah, and the heavy equipment rental guy, and you know, so yeah, hopefully we'll see some changes. Well, a lot of these guys inherited the land, mm. so they
1: don't care. You know, it's you know, right? Yeah, or they're waiting to inherit the land. <laughs> That's the bad part. So, all right, man. Thanks. Kevin, thank you.
0: Good luck to you, Merv. Merv. Thanks. All right. I call John, the Merv Griffin of Poway. For that's a, run, that's huh? a major compliment. And San Mateo boy. He boy, is a San Mateo done. guy and like a big game show creator, producer and worth billions, wasn't he?
1: Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. He sold
0: Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune for
1: a quarter billion dollars in 1977.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, Real money. You call me the Merv Griffin. I, that's a huge compliment. He was a very nice man. Mm-hmm.
1: He was. He was a very nice man, and he uh, he would care about people, which kind of surprised me because you know mm-hmm. he hung out with the first string. <laughs> no, he and Ronald Reagan were good friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and he was uh, a pallbearer for him. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, he was he was big time, and he uh, he uh, he treated people well, which not everybody who's big time does. Right on. Yeah, I've been lucky meeting people like that in my life. Yeah, they teach you things. Whether you learn them at the moment or not, it's optional. But
0: (laughs) osmosis helps. All right. Well, Nona, you ready to go on this Merv Griffin comment? We're going to wrap this up. Um, This is uh, John Riley for the John Riley Project. Kevin McNamara, thanks for joining us, and um, we'll we'll see you folks later. Bye bye. (laughs)